Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay! What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're a new listener, I... So much, so much appreciate you for taking a chance and uh, giving my show a try. Um, I have a guest this episode. I didn't see I didn't say this week, <laughs> but I did reference me saying this week about putting timestamps on my shit because I hate that shit so much. But I did it anyway, subconsciously. But fuck it. I have a guest this episode. And um, usually what I do is uh, when I look for certain guests and whatnot, you know what I mean? I look for some with certain celebrity and whatnot, and then others are just random as the title entails. Um, my guest that I have here, um, we've, we have a mutual thing on Instagram. I, I mean, you follow people on Instagram, you see the pictures, you see what they do, you mean, some of the stuff they like. So that's kind of how this was. He gave me a follow, I gave him a follow back. I see that he hosts his own podcast and I see some of the pictures and everything of his guests and some of the topics that he discussed. I hear little snippets of his podcast and I was just like, fuck it. Why don't I reach out to the brother man? I mean, that's what this show is about is about promotion and, you know, putting the word out for, you know, other people, you know, I find interest in this show. I think other people should know about it if they don't already know about it. So that's how this came to be for me. And also, you know, just scrolling through, looking through his catalog and everything, you know, going on, what, five years in podcasting. So to me, he's a podcast OG. And what I would like to do is, you know, pick the brain of somebody with the wisdom that's been doing this a lot longer than me, you know, get some of his insights and see how he feels about podcasting as a whole. My guests from the Just Talking With Sam podcast the man himself, Sam McClain. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you so much, man. Um, God, I feel horrible. I, I feel like I cannot live up to that introduction. I really feel I am going to half-ass it. I think <laughs> if you listen by this point right now, um, good. Lower your expectations. Oh, <laughs> uh, because I know who I am. Thank you. Um, you talk about podcasting. Actually, I, I don't look at it that way. Yeah, I've been doing this for a while, uh, close to eight years. Um, yeah, we had some people fall through the podcast. We had some, we had some good people. Oh, speaking of podcasts, why well, I don't say a home for everything. Just talk with Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Everything you need is there. And thanks, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for just, wow, I cannot live up to that, that intro. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, um, I, I, like I said, this is what I do is just like I interact with your um, Instagram page quite often. Every time I see something, you know, I throw a like at it and whatnot. And um, I was just like, why don't I take the time and actually sit down and listen to a full episode of the podcast? Because I'll be honest with you, I, like I'm honest with every guest. I hadn't had I had the podcast in the queue for a long time, but I didn't actually sit down and listen to a whole episode until last week. So I listened to two episodes, your most two recent episodes. So Ooh, I apologize. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. Man. The one, uh, the one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, I don't know which ones you listen. If it's two last ones, we talking Luke Fuki? Yeah. All right. 
that was I was on my best behavior there. And uh, the one before that was with the three wise men, right? I believe so. Yeah. Thank you. That was that's the best way. I love those guys. They going off on their stuff. That was the what you did. You took the own ramp into the podcast. You didn't you didn't just jump right in there because if you jump head first, you you would hurt. Yeah, if you was like one more podcast off, you heard how we really get down. We on our best behavior because we have guests over, but when it's just us and we chilling and we get into it. Um, which which may happen sooner rather than later because I'm itching, man. <laughs> I'm itching because a lot of stuff happened because we try to go, you know, we are a comedy slash entertainment podcast, mm-hmm. but one of the things about comedy and entertainment, you got to be topical. Yeah. So when you have guests over, which is great, it's entertainment, and you want to talk about their projects, that topical side, it's just, it just be itching. <laughs> it, just, it just be itching because you, you can't, you want to get into it, but you you feel it's like a duality. You want to save that, not nah, it's for the folks. Yeah. So one of the rules, I we have very little rules over here, Sam Show Nation. One of the rules is we do one for y'all, and we'll do one for us. <laughs> we we gonna have guests. We gonna pick your interest. We gonna talk to some pretty cool people. Some pretty cool people coming around the corner. But when it comes down to sitting down at the table with the regulars. Mm-hmm. We throw out a topic, and it's me and my good friends arguing over. It, it, it's not argue; it's all love, but it's like ah, oh, we got different opinions. Like, yeah, um, and we try to keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening, but at the same time, we want to be nice to um, guests. And we didn't have some great people who fall through here, so you know that's just how we do things around right. here. The the one that really piqued my interest or whatever, you know, just scrolling through or whatnot. I mean, you had Christopher Daniels on there, you had Diamond Dallas mm-hmm. Page on there cuz I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. But the one that really piqued my interest, the one that really got me to get on the DM, type in just talking with Sam, formulate the courage and to text form to ask you to be on the show. You had motherfucking golf Brooks on your shit. <laughs> and yeah, was- yeah. That we still keep in touch, man. Um, one thing about me and Garth Brooks, uh, for starters, I should not be around him at all. <laughs> let's just let's just let's just start it right there. We've told this story a few times. There's no fucking reason I should ever be around Garth Brooks in any capacity. However, uh, while he was here on tour, uh, we bumped into each other. He um, jumped on the podcast and me and him went back and forth. And one thing I love talking about with people, yeah, you're going to talk about some with some famous people, whatever they do, you got to find out what their interests are outside of their profession. Yeah. That makes sense. And one of the things about Garth, man, he is a movie buff. Like me and him, we got into uh, American Sniper, Chris Kyle. Yeah. And we just start really getting into it. And then on top of that, his wife and my wife got into it. And this ain't no, it's part of the goddamn friendship with a goddamn grip. Uh, mo- the guy who's synonymous with culture and music. Yeah. We started a friendship. His wife is Trisha Yearwood, my wife. We all look at each other like, what the fuck? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> and then, and then now we, we just, every now and then we, I guess we keep in touch. Quick tweet every nine and again, quick little, hey man, you see this movie? Yeah, well, I saw this and this was, it's all good. And I'm looking at this, that's the magic of podcasting because 
Um, this is just great conversations that just so happen to be in front of a microphone. Yeah. So um, in this case, and and you know, you get a chance to have that with a famous person. And some of the stuff that we've done over the course of years, we we've been able to do that with Garth Brooks, um, Kenny G. Um, I got a beef with Kenny G. What friendly rivalry with okay. Kenny G? Um, did you mainly have, because did you, have some battle, did you have some battling clarinets going back and forth or whatever? <laughs> I mean, it, like here's the deal, Kenny G. If you looked on the Instagram page, we did um. We did a full podcast with Will Downer. Mm-hmm. Will Downer was a good dude. And I mean, like, great dude. Hung out, bowl. Like, we, this, this shit I'm not supposed to know. But yeah. Downer is like, a, a, a hell of a bowler. He just, he will kick your ass in bowling. That's just what it is. He will sing. He'll get, he'll make you have another kid with whatever album he's coming out. <laughs> and then after that, he'll whoop your ass in bowling. And we did that. And he was playing here in Detroit. He was like, hey, man, come on to the show. I said, all right, I'm in the backstage room. And I don't know if you got this, whatever, but I got that. I am not cool enough to be in a party vibe. I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm at the party. I'm waiting on someone to tap me on the shoulder. Hey, man, get the fuck out. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've been there. I'm waiting on that guy. So if you know what that is, I got to tap on the shoulder. And we chill and I'm like, oh, this is it. No, it's Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G said, just saying, what's up? I'm talking to him. He's talking to me. And then it happened. The beef where it got started. Me and him both at the craft services table reach for the last ice cream sandwich. Oh. Oh. And I looked, and I looked at Kenny G. And I looked at all those Grammys. And I looked at that fucking alto sax. And he looked at me and he did that thing where you like size somebody up. Mm-hmm. And Kenny G was just like, look, I, he like, I got an idea. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the first thing he said, he said, how about me and you have a push-up contest? Whoever could do the most push-up oh, in shit. a minute can have an um, ice cream sandwich. I looked at him, fuck yeah, Kenny G. I can do more. I got a gym membership. Fuck yeah. Let's do this shit. <laughs> he took off his jacket and you just see like the bold. It was like cartoonish. You just, I don't know how many fucking muscles it takes to play the alto sax, but apparently it takes a lot. Because <laughs> Kenny G packing. <laughs> Kenny G is Kenny G is swole. You should come back Kenny swole. God. That's just what it is. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Still had the hair. The face and the nose and shit, but he took off the jacket. Motherfuckers ripped. <laughs> and then after that, we just started doing push ups, and I'm like, I know who's gonna fucking win. And he just started knocking him out, diamond push ups, doing the clap shit. I said, All right, man, All just right. huh? Goddamn ice cream sandwich. And I watched a victorious Kenny G bite into an ice cream sandwich and, like, not grim me. But he gave me that look like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know that look. He said, like, you didn't know, but I knew all along. It's Kenny G, man. I have a friendly, like, you want to go through the guests, the, um, like, thing. I love having guests because you always find out some cool shit about them. Like, Layla Hathaway is the sweetest, greatest, gracious. She's everything advertised. She's everything she wants to be, you know, 
Layla Hathaway also is a gamer. Mm-hmm. Layla Hathaway will whoop ass in Street Fighter. I said it. She cold with Ken. She she is everything you think. <laughs> Like Grammy winner, uh, oh man, it's all love, it's all whatever with her. But she get them sticks in her hand. That's your ass. That's it. <laughs> she is, she mur- man. You thinking? You playing? Oh man, it's like the other way. I mean, like this woman, you know, you know, you hear my angel on the radio and shit. You're like, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. You, you remix a Nita Baker old shit. We'll crack that ass in Street Fighter. Yeah, I mean that's that's just stereotyping itself. A girl playing video games? Ha! You can play. You can play the. Uh, how do you want to play this? You could play the girl card. You could play the older generation card. Hell, you could play the world's removed card because she's just from a family of fucking entertainers. A daddy's daddy out of the way. Yeah. Like you. Let me let me break some shit down, man. Her daddy. If you take you every Christmas you've ever had, you've heard <laughs> this Christmas. Her daddy did that shit. Yeah. My DNA is stapled with her shit. Her family just did uh, three minutes and 57 seconds of one of the greatest soulful ballads I've ever heard in my life, let alone Christmas songs. His daughter is beating the dog shit in me in Street Fighter. Let's let's really let's really put this shit in perspective. <laughs> and then after whooping my ass made a Grammy award winning song that had absolutely nothing to do with what the fuck just went down. That would have been even worse if she went up in the booth and laid some tracks on you yeah. by whipping your ass in Street I would, Fighter. I would hope. And I'm being selfish, I'm being facetious, I'm being whatever. But I will hope the level of ass whooping you gave me, make it on a track. You sing about it. No, 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 no. It was such a matter of fact ass whooping. It was such like, it was just all, it was another day at the office kicking that ass. <laughs> so that's why I like podcasting, man. If, if you was wondering. Yeah, yeah. Like when it comes down to the guests, that's one thing I love. I love finding out that that no pun intended B side or whatever they bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the vein of podcast, I mean, what got you here? I mean, you said eight years. I mean, I'm only tracking four through, via the iTunes shit or whatever. But eight years okay. ago, what what sparked it for you? What what got you interested in doing what you do? All right. First of all, I need you to grab a broom and a dustpan because I'm dropping a lot of fucking names, and I'm sorry. I know it sounds like I'm patting myself on the back. I'm not. It's just how the shit happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that got me in a podcast is I didn't know what a podcast was eight years ago. Somebody told me to Same. get in a podcast. Same. And that man was Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kevin Smith was here in Detroit. Um, we got this thing called the Roll Up Music Theater. So just, it is what it is. It's a music theater. He was on a speaking tour. So I'm just a fanboy. I just like shit. So I like um, Kevin Smith, and he had the Q&A part at the end of the podcast. So at the Q&A part at the end of the podcast, he was like, yeah, come up here. So I start talking about his movies. I talk about how um, I'm not supposed to know his movies. Actually, when I was six, my 
brother snuck me in to see Clerks. It's an R-rated movie. I'm not supposed to see that. Yeah. So ever since then, I had a kinship with Kevin Smith. I knew what it is because he made the black and white movie in the mid-90s that I'm not supposed to see. So here we are. So here we are to this day. Talked about his work, followed him, read a few of his comics, listened to his podcast. But I, um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what a legit podcast is. Yeah. And he got up here, and ever since then, he pulled me on stage, and me and him talked for ten minutes. We talked about weed, how he he smokes weed. I'm a drinker. I am uh, first ballot talk shit. I mean, I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer in the world of talking shit. So I've heard. Like I'm gone. I'm going in the rafters. And me and him went back and forth. And then when I left the stage, we actually played a game of grab ass. I know pause. I know how that sounds. Yes, I understand. I can't tell you that that's what happened. I'm mm-hmm. giving facts. And after that, I'm getting off stage. He says, hey, man, I didn't realize 10 minutes went past that fast. You have thought about podcasts. And I looked at him. I said, what's a podcast? <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Years and later what, or he, whatever. what he did, he, he hooked me up with his um, assistant, Megan. Megan gave me the deets. I listened to a few of his. And I took a couple bucks, went down to a radio shack. I got the cheapest mic I could find, yep. and some, the cheapest headphones I could find. Started off, ain't looked back since. And then from there, I have I've treated it like Highlander, <laughs> like where you just go and seek out the best of the best of the best. So I figure, technically, somebody got this recorded. I talked to Kevin Smith. So I had sort of like what you're doing. You asked me questions about podcasting. I went out and I sought out the best. Mm-hmm. So talked to Kevin Smith, talked to Mark Marin, all all chronicled on Instagram, mm-hmm. on my Instagram page. I talked to Mark Marin. I talked to um, pre allegations Louis C.K. <laughs> pre allegations Chris Harwick. Oh shit! I'm starting to. Th- Everyone I've talked to is yeah, probably going through fault, some shit right now. It's your fault. <laughs> Jim Norton had no charges. Bobby Kelly. All these are podcasters, but I went out and sought out and talked with them while still doing my own. And during the time uh, when she was living, Joan Rivers, mm-hmm. uh, we sought out. Uh, she actually was one of our first, first guests. And she she just hit us with some truth. She said, look, man, strike by the iron hot. Just keep doing, keep talking. You'll find your audience. And she fucked with us. She's, um, so since then, she, whenever she was in Detroit, she would go out of her way to scoop up me and my wife. And I was like, why? I mean, like, thank you, but yeah. why are you doing this? She said, look, it's hard to find regular, genuine people. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of want to hang. At the end of the day, I'm John Rivers, but at the end of the day, I, I, I'm a person too. And I'm like, oh shit, that, that shit almost made me cry. <laughs> um, and then she died. And that was pretty much the end of that one. Yeah. Then you maybe cried? No? No. Not so much. No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought I would. No, 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 some like man shit. It just, I thought I would. It was just sort of like, you did so much. Mm-hmm. That it it tricked my bad, yeah. I, it tri- it tricked my brain because somewhere in the back of my brain, I think she's still alive. 
<laughs> because I know the truth, but like she she kicked out knowledge when we was around, and we got a chance to. That's the thing with um, podcasting. Is you talk about timestamps earlier. Sometimes that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And this coming from a guy who records a few when we have guests, we record in advance because of the same problem, timestamps. But sometimes timestamps are a good thing. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I try to do every uh, mother's day, I try to have my mom on. And by having my mom on there, you want to talk with your folks. You want to talk with your people. It's and it's an organized play date to some degree. It's grown up play date because life happens, man. Life gets in the way. Um, and when life gets in the way, man, you just want to cry through those moments. Like, look, this is an hour a week where I can have fun. And I, I have legitimately, if you want to break this shit down, podcasting since 1988, just sitting on the stoop, kicking it with your friends. Yeah. Just nobody had a mic present. So now that that's happening, it sometimes the timestamps are good. Mainly because if I go back, it's hard to go back and listen to old podcasts myself. But one of the things I like doing is is I can't make it through a whole one. I, I yeah. just, it just sounds like nails on a chalkboard to me. Listen to myself that long, mm-hmm. but if, in the five minutes that I was able to make, I can see my point of view from that point in time of my life. Yeah, my mind could change. Sometimes it do. Sometimes it don't. Yeah. And that's why I can't wait to talk about topical shit because I want to see where my mind changes. Guests are cool. I love having guests on my shit. But when it, when it's just me and my folks and we're sitting around, we got a couple of alcoholic beverages on the table, adult beverages, however you want to pull it, you know, yeah, our mind may change. Yeah. And some shit, you find out you was right as fuck about. <laughs> like, I went back. Um, you follow me on Instagram. I keep referencing Instagram because that's how we met. So, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, I was right as shit about the Louis C.K. thing. Like, you know, Louis C.K. going yeah, yeah. back, he's he trying to get his feet wet going back in the stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And with Louis, I said, my man going to do a year some change in fame jail. He going to lay low. Then his ass going to come right back and we going to be straight. I'd be goddamn if that's not happening right now. Yeah. Oh, and the flip side, I was wrong as fuck about Cosby. <laughs> like the Cos, woo, we was wrong in that one. Like on all terms. At first, I was like, Cos didn't do it. Turns out he did it. I was like, all right, well, fuck it, he did it. Cos is eighty-one years old. They don't give him house arrest. Fuck that. They gave him. Three to ten. Real talk. Three to ten. Big boy jail. Yeah, man. And there's three guests I want on my podcast. Bill Cosby? Before it's all over. <laughs> Cos. I want to talk to OJ. No. I do. Yeah. I got to talk to Juice. I got to talk to Juice. See, man. And um, President Obama. Yeah, I mean, and all three is this going to be one question? I'm going to point the mic at him and I'm going to walk away. What happened? <laughs> like, 
Okay, I, 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 that, I get that with uh, OJ and I get that with Cosby. What, what, but what you, what you getting at with Obama, though? I got to know, man. Look, I got to know. Tonight, all right, look, here we go with Obama. Mm. You are the first black president. And I'm talking real talk mm. black guy. Yep, yep. President. Mm-hmm. No, ha- well, have you can play that game. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah whatever. Like, my man, you should have got shot running. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean to tell me the night they swore him in and he made the speech well if anybody doubt that there was any doubt and, uh, he did the speech and he did that shit right I need to know what happened the night of did he look at Michelle like oh shit we did it we made it we did this shit it was like the purge <laughs> we it, it had to be because there's no fucking way all right, look, I get it. You're the president. There's a level of coolness that got to be what you got to stay calm, cool, and collected in all situations. But you mean to tell me the first night he didn't look, he didn't get sassed in the lid, and uh, Michelle, you ain't going to believe this shit. Like, I would have called my mama. I would call my dad. <laughs> dad, you ain't going to believe this shit. I am the president. <laughs> you mean to tell me you didn't do that shit? Get uh, I mean, the fuck out of here. I, I, That's me, what I want to know. What happened? Me, me, me personally, I mean, all right. I think I, I think I know what I would do becoming the president of the United States. But tell me. Tell me. What would be the first thing you would do in power as active president? Shut the fuck up. For starters, the first thing I'm doing yeah, because here's the deal with being the president, man. Here's the deal with being the president. 50% of the people fucking hate your gut. Yeah. Day one. Day motherfucking one, half the population hates me. Other, the other 50 does this shit. All right, motherfucker, we vote for you. Let's see what you got. <laughs> All right. Like, like when Obama got president, yes, I was naive. I wanted my Obama prize. I thought I was going to get some shit. I just did. Thought it was a Chappelle I skin, huh? I really did. I thought I was going to get like an Obama prize because I voted for him. First black dude. I, I don't know. I didn't know what I was expecting. Maybe he just slide by my house and hand me $20. I don't know what the fuck. But, See, see, that's what you know. that's what it was, man. It's just like everybody was thinking about that Dave Chappelle skit or whatever. We was gonna get reparations and all kind of crazy yes, shit was going on. <laughs> yes, sir. So first thing I would do as president. Here's what I would hmm shit. Well me I, first thing, why, shut why, the fuck up. Okay. Ooh, that's number one. Number two, <laughs> um I wanna do something that everybody cool with. And I mean, when everybody's cool, I mean, everyone's cool with. I would have to um, figure that out, starters. <laughs> but let's say, like, some everybody cool with all, off rip. I am. Um, maybe. Maybe. This is just me. Because I'm a bit of a nerd, too. Mm-hmm. I would decree that. The following movies never happen. Oh, okay. So you you putting the kibosh on shit. I got you. I see what you do. Yeah, yeah. That Green Lantern from the DC universe, that shit never happened. 
So you um, going, you giving it the Deadpool treatment? You? <laughs> yeah, I will act like that shit never happened. Off rip. I think everybody can rock with me on that one. All right, I get out. Zach Warren, erased from the record books. Um, that's yeah, that's yeah. I think I would just open up with that one, and everybody will look around. Okay, okay, that's good. And here's another thing I would do. Um, fuck this. Now this may r- rattle some feathers. I know this. Mm-hmm. I'm old. I, I I understand, but I would have you know what they call it, state of union. We have state of union. Yeah. Say the union. So I like to like shit, man. That, that's all. That's all it is. It's all right to like shit and hate the person. It's all right to like shit. And all right, like you can separate the art from the artist mm-hmm. because all of the artists that I've ever, I, I'm, I'm at an age now. Right now, I'm 34 years old, mm-hmm. and I'm at a crossroads. The crossroads is right now, and I, I've said this on my podcast, but I'm, I'm especially after this week. Um, I don't know if I can like shit no more. Yeah, I just don't. All of my heroes died. We talk about Cosby. Uh, shit, I like the Cosby Show. It's fucked up what he did. Yeah, me watching the Cosby Show doesn't make me an advocate for rape. I just really like the Cosby Show. If for nothing, if for nothing. Let me let me let me break down the Cosby Show mm. right now. You ready? I'm ready. This is how much we like the Cosby Show before the rapes. I have to say that. <laughs> See, that's the shit I gotta say now. Before a rape, when everybody was cool with the Cosby Show, this is how this is how cool we was with the Cosby Show. You ready for this shit? I'm ready. You watched the Cosby Show growing up, right? Of course. Cosby Show was a show about a man named Cliff Huxtable. Mm-hmm. And it was still called the Cosby Show, and we let that shit slide <laughs> for nine motherfucking years. Nobody named Cosby was on that show. True, true. Now what? Not one person. It's, it was uh, it's him, Cla- him, Claire. It, it's another thing we let slide. Mm-hmm. His wife. Claire Huxtable. Mm-hmm. Remember Claire Huxtable? Yep. What the fuck did she do for a living? She was a lawyer. Yep. I For nine years, I've only seen this woman in court once. <laughs> you were either the best or worst fucking lawyer known to man. Man, she got him through our pretrial, man. She ain't even had to step in. So I asked, and we let it slide. Pre rape, I, I, I gotta say pre rape every time. Yeah. Pre rape with the Cosby show that we let slide. He was an OBGYN. Mm. He was a baby doctor. Oh. Who, who practiced out of his house. <laughs> I know. Don't don't get ahead of me. Uh-huh. Don't get ahead of me. I'm slowing it down. I'm bringing like it back. <laughs> who practiced out of his house with five kids of his own, and it seemed like he got a new kid every season. Yeah. That was his job. Now I say this, now, and I'm only saying this. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Pre-rape, pre, you got to say pre-rape, pre-rape allegation. Well, you convicted now, so I guess you can say pre-rape. Yeah. But pre-rape, I like the show. I can't reminisce about that show. 
Because if I say, hey, man, remember that time on the Cosby show? Oh, hashtag me too. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag me too. I get, uh, no, no, like, I'm not conjuring a, a bad situation in your life because I like the show. Yeah. I'm say I can't like shit no more, man. Yeah, that's like, um, I mean, motherfucking Chris Benoit. All right, first of all, that was all fucked up. Yeah, it was. But I'm saying, but people like, oh, man, let's separate the wrestler from the incident and put him in the Hall of Fame. I was like, exactly. It's, it's you fucking stupid. Put Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's fucked up how he left. But what he did in the ring was some inspirational shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I mean, still, man. I mean, I don't know. I, Cause I mean, like, let me let me break down Chris Benoit. You want to talk wrestling? Let's talk wrestling. I love Chris Benoit, <laughs> and I'm talking. This is way before WWE. Yeah, pre murder. WWF. I'm talking WCW. You want to see the best version of Chris Benoit? It was him and his feud with Kevin Sullivan back in WCW Nitro, mm-hmm. right before he was a member of the Four Horses. Mm-hmm. If you watch that series. I saw Chris Benoit, the Canadian, just just nuts. Granted, when you keep going, it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I said, what he did in the ring was some cool shit, man. Mm-hmm. What he did in the ring was some cool shit. And now I'm watching my heroes get tarnished. Look, I like Louis C.K. Yeah. If you look on that website, you go to samshownation.com, you see me in a picture of Louis C.K. Pre-rape. Allegate. No, he didn't rape. He just, what he did was just skeet boy records. What he did, he just jerked off in front of a girl. He's like, I'm, I'm going to do this over here. Is this cool? <laughs> and you said, yeah! Why are we talking about this? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because to those who, trigger warning, who are offended by this, mm. he said, hey, can I jerk off in front of you? You said yeah. Now you thought he was joking because he's a the funny man, yeah. Comedian. When when his dick got out, you didn't say put that up. It was only one. It was only one person out of his list that put that up. And he apologized profusely, and he he kept moving. Yeah. Everybody else let him finish. So I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at y'all. It's tough. <laughs> I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying, at what point, look, if we're on the phone right now, you say you jerked off on the phone with somebody. If I alert you that I'm about to jerk off on this phone, that we on the phone conference right now, I will hope you would say, hey, man, please don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> but back to Kai. Like I said, I can't like shit no more. All right, you want to punish Kai? I'll tell you this. You want to punish Kai? Yeah, you going to jail, and then the shit in the jail, uh, and the trial. I watched that trial. I know Kavanaugh doing this shit, but I'm not. I, I'm not going to do the Kavanaugh shit on your show. I'll say that for bye. Yeah. But let, let's talk about Kai. Uh, you got Janice Dickens yelling at him in the courtroom. It's already fucked up. You throwing feather in my man. So Camille crying. All right. You want to punish Kai the right way? I will say this. This is how you punish cops. Death by pudding pops. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> I mean, that's his, that that don't get it twisted. Keep that on the docket. 
don't, you know, don't let it sway you. But uh, you really want to punish guys? Make me his cellmate. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Talking and shit I, don't, the whole I, time. I mean, like, voluntarily. Like, I would totally go to that jail um, at least once a week where I'm with Kaz and I would pepper him with questions. Oh, I don't think man. I would get to rape until like year three. Mm. Hey, Kaz, man. Let's talk about Leonard Part Six. <laughs> I like that movie, hey, man. Hey, Kaz. Remember that thing in Ghost Dad? Man, come on, man. Now you talk about my, about my childhood. I, I like them stupid no, shits. <laughs> it's fucked up. Here's why I say you can't like shit. Growing up, right? All right, all right. I I am a married man. Yes. Growing up, watch Cosby. Mm-hmm. He was America's dad. Yep. Was you know pre-rape? You gotta say it. You gotta say pre-rape. 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 I have three books of Cosby in my library. If you want to call it that, at home. It's on the bookshelf. Call it a library. Fine. It's called Cosbyology: mm-hmm. Essays and Observations from the Doctor of Comedy. Pretty safe, right? Mm-hmm. It's called another one, Cosbyology: How to Be a Good Father. Because I bought that book when my wife said, you know, she's pregnant. I figure who would know more than America's dad yeah. know how to raise a kid. He got five of them himself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought the book, and I got to be honest, little foreshadowing. <laughs> When my son was about uh, two, I bought this book. It was on the clearance section. It's called Little Bill and the Big Lie. Now, like I said, uh, foreshadowing like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> of what we don't now. Because of what we don't now, that book is fucked. But it's called Little Bill and the Big Lie. <laughs> And the book is actually teaching the kids not to lie, tell the truth, and all that. But, uh, shit, if you could pick that title. Man. Oh, God. Because of what we know now, that's that's so fucked up. If you think I'm joking, go to Amazon. Oh, I believe you. Look up Little Bill in a Big Lie. You, oh shit! Do you do you think uh, you know you know in hindsight now you know knowing what you know no knowing what we know do you think that is like him kind of trying to like atone for what he did in a way? Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when the shit really hit the fan, when it really hit the fan after Hannibal Burns and all of that shit. Here's here's how I know it was some shit. You can go to Cosbyology. I, I bullshit you not. There is a passage of that. Um, where he talked about like keeping your wife happy, mm-hmm. and um, apparently they was doing some like tile in the bathroom, and it was some. And I, I, I was just paraphrased, but he was doing some tile in the bathroom, some Italian marble tile, that expensive shit. Yeah. And then when Camille got home, she didn't like the color, but this tile is so hard to find that. It's like off you coming out of thirty grand just just putting it together, let alone put it in your bathroom, right? Shit. <laughs> like she she coming out of thirty grand out of the bathroom. She looked at it once and was like, I don't like the color. Get this shit up, Bill. And Bill with no question, all right, y'all get the shit up. 
See, growing up, I thought my man just had that much money he could do that. Yeah. No, nah, I rocked the ring, man. I was a married man. Anytime you come out of 30 grand like that, you did some shit. Uh, I Not only did you come out of 30, real talk, you come out of 60. Because you had to, you had to get it up. The towel was done. You paid for it. But you had to get it up and do it again in the color she wanted. Yeah, that's sixty, at least sixty. It is just like I was saying, he atoning for some shit. <laughs> yeah, he did some shit. No, like now, let me tell you something about my wife. My wife has appeared on my podcast. I'd be goddamn. I will have a stage Defcon one argument over goddamn curly fries. Curly fries. I don't know where. Okay. So you, uh, fuck it. It's you, called random ramblings, right? You, you, are you pro curly fries? Is what I'm trying to understand. It, it, I am pro curly fries. Okay, all right, we good. My wife is an alien. I am convinced because she was given the decision. This happened Saturday. No, let's, let's get real. It's called random ramblings, right? Yeah. Oh my god, this is this should not have pissed me off, but this pissed me off so I don't I don't beat her. I know what we're talking about. I just talked about Louis C.K. and Cosby and all this. I need to make that point. I'm just saying, it just irked me. It thoroughly pissed me off. She was presented an option of curly fries and homestyle fries at Arby's. Okay. All right, look, I know some people listening to this are like, why I'm the fuck are you going to Arby's? I can't help that. That's what happened. <laughs> she picked homestyle fries. And I stared at her for about what seems to be five minutes. Because no one, when presented with curly fries at all, not take curly fries. I looked at her. I thought my marriage was a sham. No one does that. Who the fuck does that? I don't know, man. I'm always picking the curly fries, man. You always pick curly fries. I don't know who you are. It's either, it's either curly fries or onion rings. I mean, if I have the option, it's either curly fries or onion rings. Honestly, if onion rings was on the docket, I'm still picking curly fries. Not Nothing against, um, you know, it's curly fries. There is, there is a vibe like... She's like, I don't even know who you are right fries. now. <laughs> There's a level of disbelief for curly fries. Like, how the fuck do y'all do this? Like, every time I've ever seen curly fries, there's a level of, oh, shit. Like, every time I've ever seen curly fries. Is it like a unicorn and shit? <laughs> yes! Homestyle fries. I've done homestyle fries. I, I have bought potatoes. I've went to the supermarket, bought potatoes. They're just thick-ass fries. Mm-hmm. They're they almost potato wedges. <laughs> but curly fries, there's a level of like, how the fuck do you do that, man? Like every time. I believe it. Every, I, I, I am every, every time. Even, even when I go to the store, so like, all right, we're going to make some hamburgers, um, go to the Walmart and get some fries and shit. You know, that's immediately what I go for is either if they don't have the curly fry option, I'm getting the waffle fries. Yeah. Okay. Waffle fries, that makes more sense. Waffle fries are like, oh, okay, there's a level of, oh, okay, I see how you did this. You can actually do, you can do it in your head, like, oh, I see how you did this. Curly fries, there's a level of, like, oh, okay, all right. So how do you still crunchy? Mo- do you twist this motherfucker? For real? But that's what I'm getting at, man. 
I mean, this is a long way to, way to say, but it's okay to like shit, man. It's just okay to like the, like the R. Kelly shit is hard. It really is hard because his shit is a little bit closer yeah. to the situation. Well, shit, I mean, I'm not totally off the R. Kelly boat right now. He makes some motherfucking good music. He got some albums that I'm quite fond of. It brings me back to a place in my um, exactly. young, young young years and whatnot. I mean, I'm still sentimental on that. But have you heard that whole... I am sentimental whole, because I... Have you heard that whole... I gotta be honest. Growing minutes? up, you, that was kind of like part of the kit. The kit, when you dating, when you going out and doing something, you had to have a car, it didn't have to be the greatest car in the world. It just, just had to get you from one place to the other. You had to have a, a car, some type of rap, some type of game, very little, and an R. Kelly album. Preferably, um, depending on what you're doing. Like, most people go 12 play. Yeah. That, that, that is, I mean, sorry. Yeah. I'm not shitting on it. Mm-hmm. But 12 play is the go-to. Um, but I, I strayed from the bunch. I, I know you look at like, oh, really? You strayed from the bunch? <laughs> Mother Garth Brooks and shit, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you really, if you really want to, um, I guess the, the go-to of R. Kelly, I went to and I, 12 play is the goat. Okay. I want to make that plain. Before before you before you say what yours is, I'm gonna say mine uh-huh. and I'm gonna see if we on the what same was yours? page. For me, it was Chocolate Factory. Of course it was. And then everyone I gonna, like and then yeah, I was gonna go the second Chocolate one was Factor. uh then the next after that was TP two. And that's what mine was. Yeah. TP two yeah. dot com. Yep. That was or or if you feeling it. If you feeling it but there's no way to be low key about this shit. The R album. It's two yeah. albums. It's two. Yeah, it's two, two CDs. But there is, there is no low key. I'm trying to fuck vibe. I'm excuse me. Not trying to fuck vibe with the R album. The R album. He said it. Was, <laughs> it was. It was kind of right there. No. He, but GP2.com. You had a, you had some hits mm-hmm. where it was just like, ah, oh, we just out there have fun. But that was a part of the kit. Mm-hmm. What he's done lately is all fucked up. Yeah. But if R. Kelly here, R. Kelly figured out the formula, yeah. the formula that Kaz didn't do. The formula is to keep creating shit. Um, so the public opinion. I mean, I. I, I I said it when Cosby was charged. He should immediately come out with a Netflix special. <laughs> immediately, he's a comedian by trade, right? Well, you think from, from, you think Cosby got an hour of comedy into this? This subject alone of him raping. Yeah, well, he should not make fun of this. Well, from what I, from what I understand, he had something in the works before all this shit started blowing up. He didn't. He was on tour. Ah, That's okay. right. He was on tour, and he was trying to cobble together something. But Cameron Esposito, and it, I, I, I did Cameron Esposito. But Cameron Esposito came out with a special called Rape Jokes. Mm. You mean Cosby? Here's here's my pitch to Cosby, and I said this over and over on. And I, I need someone else who Rob, 
You rock with me on Instagram, but this is a good time to unfollow <laughs> if you okay. disagree with us. Okay. <laughs> here was, here was, this is my suggestion, Kaz. Before shit got where we are now, he need to come out with a Netflix special. Now, the hour of new comedy. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about allegations, great. If you want to talk about going blind, great. If you want to talk about all this stuff, whatever, just put into that hour and just title it Bill Cosby. Stay woke. Okay. I mean, that would be, it's almost like, uh, you know, decades later, a version of uh, Bill Cosby himself. Himself, exactly. But remember, Bill Cosby came out with a uh, Comedy Central one way like five years before this shit went down and said, I'm still alive or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I say this one, and Bill Cosby himself still goes down in history. It's probably one yeah, of the funniest dog, shit I've seen. Dog, like right now, as as we even speak. I can, I can watch Bill Cosby himself and I can feel great. Yeah. Like, but it feels weird because you know now. Because you know the future. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, like, like, like I said, man, I, I look to my left right now. I'm pointing at it. I see the Bill Cosby himself DVD on my DVD shelf. It's right here. Exactly. <laughs> now, I caught a lot of shit on that. Yeah, you know, social media. Just people who was on the podcast that night when I said like, "Each name is like, why you say each name is stay woke?" Because it's, you know, it's a double entendre. Double, yeah. The whole thing. Because <laughs> he said he was drugging. You know, drugging people. For the race and stuff like that, but dog, let's, stay woke. even that. Let's let's think of all the the memes that came out of that whole situation. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> like when, when that Drake album came out, it's like if you're reading this, it's too late, and had a picture of Bill Cosby all blurry. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's just I'm a, like I want to like shit, but I want to just like shit blindly, not <laughs> like Bill Cosby of, does. What you say, as, like, Kaz, I'm still going to have a soft spot for Kaz. Louis C.K., the same thing. Like, Aziz, when Aziz went through his shit, it, it just feel weird because I'm of the age right now where I'm I'm middle age. Mm-hmm. And when you're middle age, you're not old enough to be stuck in your ways, mm-hmm. which I, oh, God, I want so bad. <laughs> I oh my god I want that I want to say whatever the fuck is on my mind and just have like somebody walk out oh dad uh, he's crazy and that's it yeah cause now like, you can still catch no charges no punishment yeah now you can still catch some charges <laughs> yeah I can catch some charges but I'm not young enough where I can like something and then change my mind instantly because they did something mm-hmm. Weird, like you know, who's a good example of this? Now, I don't want to put her name out there. You know, who's a good example of this? Amy Poehler. I like Amy Poehler. I think Amy Poehler is probably one of the funniest females on TV today. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Amy Poehler and being on TV, Amy Poehler aged out of TV when she was Leslie Note and Parks and Recreation. Yeah. She. She, that was it. So now she's doing this behind the scenes shit. She's doing the like reality show. She got married to Will Arnett. That divorce faded. Now she's like doing a bunch of behind the scenes. And her whole job, she clock in day, day in and day out, is to find the next version of her. Hmm. That's fucked up. You can put Tina, you can put Tina Fey in that shit too. Yeah. And I love her, right? 
I love them both. But like, let's take a cat like uh, Kevin Hart. Fuck it. You want to you want to shoot the king? Let's shoot the king. I love Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart is funny as shit. Yeah. Kevin Hart had scandals. Kevin Hart had he had the shit with the cheating and all the shit last summer. Yeah. But in the vein of Cosby, he was able to make a tour based off that. Yeah. He made several. Laugh in my pain. Mm-hmm. And I think the new one is uh something about horrible decisions, bad decisions, some tour. Um yeah, he, inappropriate behavior, something. Yeah, inappropriate behavior, I think it is, because he he running through here right right about now. Okay. So if Kai came out with stay woke right now, look, I'm not saying rape is something to laugh about. I won't, oh, shit, I won't joke podcast, keep going. I'm not saying it's something to laugh about. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is he could have got ahead of the situation. Mm. Worst case scenario, he would be on house arrest. Yeah. I, I still think this shit don't go fly, man. Because, all right, they gave him three to five. I mean, three to ten. And damn, how long this shit been going on? I think he's going to have some time served and then good behavior. And then he'd be fucking out in the world. I think that's the three. I think that's the three because, yeah. like, Ron Osley, he went to jail. He did, he was supposed to do nine. He did five, four. He did four. Mm-hmm. So that's the three. When they say three to 10, three is such a fucking odd number. Yeah. So it was just like, that's how I know he's doing three. If yeah. he don't just end it in jail. That's why I want to be a cellmate. <laughs> if I had to go to jail for like some dumb shit, I would totally be a cellmate because all I'm doing, you, you mean to tell me this motherfucker still ain't funny? <laughs> you mean to tell me? All right, look, what he did was fucked up. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying what he didn't do wasn't shameful. He shouldn't have to have restitution and all that other good shit. I, I didn't say that. We're just talking funny. about it's funny. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me he ain't funny? Go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> that guy, and I'm just seeing, like, his, maybe I'm a purist, but when it comes down to comedy, I need, like, somebody to, like, record this shit because it gotta be, he's gonna be in jail. He's going to real talk jail, too. That's what's even more fucked up. Yeah. So he's in there, like, your local crip, your local blood, and, like, an old pimp named White Wall. <laughs> and all of his jokes is just going to waste. Like, what you in for? Well, you know why I'm here. What you in for, White Wall? Well, you ain't gonna lie. Uh, I ran. I hit somebody with my car in front of a camera. Damn, that's fucked up. And then he's probably going to the story where, like, he like coached Theo into not hit people with his car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> We're missing these gems. No, I mean, you know how they had certain comedians that would go to prison and do prison shows and stuff. Can Bill Cosby bounce back and do a you prison special? You know that's happening. <laughs> So th- that's, you, what, that's like, what it is. That's what, I, I, that's you what it know is. That's, happening. that's what it is. This is all a ruse, a ploy to set up for Bill Cosby's prison special. <laughs> Johnny Cash, like, there's a lot of people do shows in prison. Johnny Cash, they want in prison. People do shows in prison. Matt, if, like, if he came with the stay woke idea, oh my God, it, it would be the shit. Just, oh my God, just, all right. So 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 this this Rock is gonna, this is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a longest yard situation. He's gonna go in there. He's gonna find a group of other young up and coming comedians that got cut down in their prime and sent to prison. Then he's gonna coach them all together and 
teaching their beats and everything and they're gonna have a talent show but the warden don't want them to win the talent show and all kind of crazy nice. shit <laughs> that's how it's I gonna go down he, I would love for that to happen but more realistically you know what I believe is gonna happen he's just he, cause you can't turn off funny mm-hmm. he's just gonna be funny for the rest of his life in prison it's like it's just wasted like like he got a call Camille I need you to put some money on, on my, my books. books. <laughs> I want my ramen noodles, Camille. They got spicy chef. I like some spicy chef, Camille. <laughs> I know they got some pudding pops in the Kodak film. And me, I want to tell you, because, you know, the cons. <laughs> me, this ramen noodles. Got Theo sneaking and, in drugs and shit. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do drugs. I just think he's going to just be Cosby, which is which is even more funny. He's just going to be Cosby in jail. He's just going to like, Cosby, what'd you do today? Well, we got up for the PT with the physical trainer. Oh, I did my jumping jacks, and I went back and I talked to White Wall. They put on the jazz. <laughs> Bob Davis simply kind of blew with the jazz music, and I have a Robin Doodles. It was a goddamn thing. You know, the Aryan boy got shanked in the shower, and then the thing they looked at the cars. But the cars don't rape here. They don't have the Spanish fly. <laughs> I, 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 I really think he's just going to be Cosby in jail. I mean, that, that's a show in itself. Cosby in jail. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think it's going to be wasted. And you know, like, he, he put commas in his title, so it would be like Cosby, comma, in jail. <laughs> I want to see the one motherfucker that tells Cosby. Like Cosby, you know how they like Cosby's calling Camille to put money on the books. Phone check, homie. Now you see young blood, and then like five hours of his life is just gone. Yeah. Because there's Talk. no way you can just let Cosby you don't interrupt Cosby. You just let him talk. He's like, like for five hours. He's like, man, uh, he just he He's just giving you gems that he gave Theo in season four. You know, you know what? He going to start his own Cosby crew up in there. You know how he had like the Cosby kids. He had like Mushmouth and Fat oh Albert and God. all them. He going to just be naming all his own little crew. Like, you know, they got the Black Gorilla Mafia and the Aryan Nation and all that shit. They going to have like the Cosby clan and shit. Something. They going to do something. Oh, the gang sign would just be them saying, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you that, just that, know they coming. You just hear them down the hall. Hey, hey, hey. And then like they code because you know they got a code they talk or whatever. And it, it all be like Cosbyisms and shit. You be like, hey, I want you to go hear White Wall with the pudding pop. You know, <laughs> like you just hear motherfuckers just like eight twenty three. 18 to 23 year olds talking about jazz intelligently. Oh my God. It just, it, man, it's all fucked up, man. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I want to like shit now. Like, do you understand if I watch Cosby right now, if I, if I go and I want to be like my aunties and uncles that's a little bit older than me. I went over to my auntie house just to just say, Hey, whatever, just to visit. Season one through nine of the Cosby Show is right there. 
in pure DVD form is right there. And she put it, she put it on because she had guests over. Myself, my wife, my kid. She put it on like nothing happened. She put it on, press mm-hmm. play, because that's the entertainment. Yeah. She's watching Cosby like nothing happened. And I, I was like, fuck, I ain't be that. I want to do that shit. So I'm looking at a couple seasons she of the put Cosby on show. Cosby with no of what the fuck is going down today. He's still the same Cosby. Um, and like, based on that, I went back to my podcast and I, and I had Cosby theories. And one of the Cosby theories I have, A, Elvin would have took over if Cosby died. B, you want to stop the Cosby show? If you want to stop the Cosby show, right? Mm-hmm. You have to let Cliff do two things. You have to let Cliff take a nap or eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Every every episode of the Cosby show, he was trying to eat a hoagie and take a nap. And one of them goddamn kids stopped him. Every time. Every time. If you successfully let him take a nap, we straight into the Cosby show right there. Yeah. Shit, or it could have been a twofold or whatever. He ate the sandwich, then took a nap, and just never took a nap. Yeah, and just never woke up. <laughs> that been it. <laughs> okay, maybe he would have died. We don't know that shit mm-hmm. because there was always a Rudy, or there was always an Olivia, there was always a Vanessa, and then, and then Vanessa never got the shine she was supposed to. No, it was just like. Damn, it was just so many kids in that house that was just way better than Vanessa. <laughs> like, every last one. All right, let me. Who's your favorite Cosby kid? Everyone always say Rudy, mm-hmm. Olivia, Theo. You know, you know who I, I fucked with growing up? Who's that? Not Vanessa. I fucked with Sandra. Yeah, yeah. She was the only Cosby kid that said, you know what? I'm getting the bad like right now it's like she's from the future so I'm getting the bad read from this guy fuck this I'm getting out of here yeah see see, now nah, nah. Sandra she just she just said I'm leaving mm-hmm. and she left yeah she found something named Elvin alright look I got kids now I want them to meet the grandparents but alright now we going home at the end of this goddamn episode see, see this, this is the thing I was thinking about that show too it's just like alright I forget how the grandparents shit work so was the um, grandparents on that show his mother and father? Right. Okay. So his daddy was yellow as hell. His mama was like, you know, caramel. His daughter was yellow as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he ain't yellow and his wife ain't yellow. So I'm like, I'm figuring out where the fuck I these kids. I only assume they came from the grandparents. That's the only way that makes sense. That's the only way that makes sense. I mean, I don't even see that. That's like, I don't even see that nowadays anymore. I mean, my mama is light as shit, and none of her grandkids light. I only assume that came from, because some shit skip a generation. Yeah. I'm seeing it with my son. My son probably will end up being taller than me. Because, like, on my wife's side, her, like, uncle, well, you know, her uncles and but they're fucking giants. So like some shit skip a generation. I see it. She's not, I'm taller than my wife, but sometimes it shows back up. Light skin shit. Yeah, I saw that because 
it's just what it, it just just kind of how it works, man. Mm. I know this is this is the best goddamn podcast for this. This is called Random Ramblings, yeah. Because this is this is the best goddamn podcast for this, mainly because we've jumped topics. And I, I look, believe it or not, Cosby Show is not my favorite show. Do tell. It's just it, it's it's just not. It's just nothing against it. I just like it. Mm-hmm. It's just not my favorite show. But when I sit back and I think about this shit, and knowing what I know now, oh my god, it's just so many wasted opportunities. And then they say to shit like, "Well, he was about to buy NBC, and he—that's why he hit." No, that shit didn't happen. He, nah. he raped. He—he <laughs> he, he raped. Look, I'm not saying it's cool to rape. No. What I am saying, he did that shit, and ju- justice have a way of just it has a way of fucking with you. Yeah. Like at the like well what was it? Um you didn't get Al Capone on killing people, but you got Al Capone on like tax evasion. Yeah. Like this <laughs> like you didn't get brought down because you were sloppy in your rapes. You got brought down because another comedian out of Philadelphia made a joke. Yeah. About your rapes. And that made everyone get on Google and was like Oh shit! Shit, that's like a OJ ass. They didn't get him on the murder, but they got him on some other shit. <laughs> okay, OJ brought that shit on himself. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but I'm just saying. He really did, dude. You're juice. All right, look. I under. All right, first of all, I understand OJ. Mm-hmm. I get. I'm not saying what he did was right. No, nope. but I understand why you would do this shit. You just took all the shit they took from me in the first court case, and you selling it like it's yours. Yeah, that would piss me off too. It wouldn't piss me off enough to go. Yeah, run up. Try to kill a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> because here's what, here's what I would do if I'm OJ. You know what I'm going? You know where I'm going? I'm going to Dunham's. I'm going to Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm going to wherever they sell a fucking football. And all I'm going to do is buy like eight of them bitches sign, and sign them. Sign them bitches and put them up. Sell them on eBay. Like it's fucked up. Like, cause they, it, my man had his Heisman Trophy. Yeah, all right. Here's what I'll do. I'm gonna sell enough new. Like, I would just do shit to buy the shit that's my own. Yeah, it would piss me off to do that, but I want my own Heisman Trophy. So yeah, let me let me go ahead and do that. I don't know. And then I, I don't know. It's probably stupid to say this, but whatever. But I like, couldn't you be like, hey man? Can y'all just give me another Heisman Trophy? I mean, shit. I mean, it ain't gonna be the original. I know that. Just give me a mock-up. Put my my nameplate. Yeah. And give me another. Yeah, one. yeah that's a, that's a good way of doing that. Yeah, you get a replica. I would assume, like Reggie Bush got a replica. He broke his. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they got, it's not yeah, like they, yeah, we making yeah, only this one, that. and there's never gonna be another one like this one ever again. <laughs> but at the time, hold on. At the time, OJ was hot. Mm-hmm. So people just probably didn't want to be associated with OJ because everything he did made news. So if you gonna do this, why would you rob somebody? You got too many eyes on you. Here's what you should have did. You should talk to the my man who got the Heisman Trophy, who got all your shit. Yeah. All right. What is the number that you're looking for so I get all my shit back? Yeah. This is this number, two something million. Look, man. I don't know if you've been paying attention to Twitter. I don't have two million dollars. Yeah, because I mean, here's what I don't do. Yeah, I already know yeah. where you're going. I already know where you're going. <laughs> I meet you halfway. 
give me one million dollars. All right, cool. And what I would do, I would like it's, it's weird because he was in the spot where he couldn't make money because he needs to pay the Goldman family. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't make money. You don't make money because you have to pay the Goldman family. Mm-hmm. But you can't steal shit because you're going right to jail. That's the option he took. Mm-hmm. So what I would have done, I'm like, look, man, I'm juice. Let me just let me just live this shit. And it and it's even more fucked up because I love football. I have yet to see an OJ Simpson highlight on ESPN in the last <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> like I like Buffalo needs it. Like LaShawn McCoy doing it. He's doing his best, but Buffalo just needs something. I see Jim Kelly up the ass. But I do not see one OJ clip, dog. Dog, I don't. I don't even remember a replay. I don't even remember seeing an Isotoner commercial after he been making Isotoner commercials. <laughs> I remember Isotoners. I remember like the shit. What you know? What pissed me off? I did see the latest, the latest OJ snippet of shit, and it pissed me off the most. OJ is giving Cosby advice yeah, was just about, what was and bring, what not to do with Jeff. Yeah, I was gonna. Bring that, that made up. me so mad. I was, yeah, because I seen that shit and I was just like, dog, just shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> Because this, this is the world we live in. It's like, you don't like something. It's fucked up. I Look, I'll be the first one to tell you it's fucked up. I'll be the first one to tell you. But you can't like shit. I like juice. But based on what happened, what is your favorite OJ? The football player, the movie star, gun? or the convict? <laughs> Naked <Nick> gun. <laughs> Exactly. You know, all right. I want to say this. And I did this shit on my podcast. No one believed me. We had to Google this shit. You want to fuck with history? I hope, I hope I don't ruin some shit with you. Um, do you understand that before this trial in 1992, OJ Simpson was supposed to be the Terminator. Say what? And T dead serious. Look this shit up. Remember um, when this shit went down, OJ was still an actor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they came up with Terminator, the Terminator series and whatever. He was supposed to be T-1000. I'm trying to imagine that shit because I mean we had this conversation not specifically about OJ being the Terminator. It was supposed to be Juice versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was supposed to be T-1000. Uh-oh. Robert Patrick okay. was the guy because, you know, the trial went on. Yeah. You can't really film a movie when you go into court. So they gave it to Robert Patrick. He would have been the liquid shit, the T-1000. Okay. That would have been juice. Word. That's First of all, that's funny on so many different levels. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because the name of the movie is The Terminator. And now I'm doing what the fuck went down in that trial. <laughs> if that didn't sell more tickets. Man. <laughs> I'm trying to. The I'm just Terminator. Try, I'm trying to envision that character being OJ. Because, I mean, you, the, the liquid motherfucker. I mean, this is like. It makes sense. Because, look, man, dog. Like the run, the, you can't kill him. Yeah. He runs fast as fuck. Uh, like. Every time you kill him, he's liquid. That would have been OJ. Yeah, liquid juice. I got he's, he's legitimately the juice. <laughs> 
No, because like right now, as you're bringing this shit to my mind, it's, one, it's blowing my mind. Two, I'm reimagining all the, the T-1000s scenes in the movie with OJ. So like when you walk through the prison bars, I'm looking at OJ face. Yes! <laughs> that goes there. That movie will have such a different meaning right now. Oh. But T-1000, dog, was supposed to be OJ. Yeah, because I was we was talking about it with, uh, the other day. Now I'm like, uh, the the original actor that they eyed for Blade was LL Cool J. So I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, I can't see LL Cool J. That's what I'm saying. They, they got it right with Wesley. Yeah, they got it right with Wesley. Now if they bring that shit back, because Marvel, Marvel's at the point they could do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. First of all, Marvel should not bring back Blade. Oh, tell me why? Because I'm 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 on the other end of the spectrum. Tell me why. Marvel should not bring back Blade because they are just now jumping into street heroes. The street heroes are all the Netflix shows. Yeah. Those are your street heroes. Uh-huh. They own some galactic shit. Everything Marvel do is about space now. Yeah. Don't bring back Blade right now. Because mm-hmm. if you got to do street heroes, you did Punisher, you did the Defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, you did finished. all that stuff. Yeah. You did Spider-Man. You did Spider-Man right. He's a street hero. Mm-hmm. If you have to bring back a street hero, please bring in Moon Knight. Okay. You need to make your street heroes more relatable and more street. The second you start going into the occult, you got to bring in, like you got to bring in other motherfuckers from there. Mm-hmm. So you can't just bring in Blade. You got to bring in Blade Dr. Voodoo, you got to bring in people who walk between spiritual realms. Yeah, you got to put the elements in place first before you introduce the character. Exactly. So what you do, you bring in Moon Knight to kind of tease it a little bit. Like, there, there's something about magic with this. There's something a little bit about... Then you get invested in Moon Knight. Now you bring in Blade. Mm-hmm. Now you bring in Voodoo. Now you you have a little cameo by Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like when they br- yeah. So like what you're saying is everything. I mean, based on what you're talking about, what now you you see Blade if they ever did that route or whatever, being more of the Netflix style of series rather than a full exactly. Mm-hmm. And Here's I agree. What you would do. I agree. The best way to do it, if you have to do it, you bring in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Bring in Doctor Strange. And have Doctor Strange make a movie about like different realms, the spiritual stuff. Then you have like a little quick little hey, how do you do by Moon Knight? Mm-hmm. Then that goes to Netflix. Netflix have a little series with Moon Knight, and now you bring in Blade. Okay. So like how you did the Punisher. Yeah. You see how they brought in Punisher for a quick little in Daredevil. Like yeah. who the fuck is this? And then they brought in the Punisher. Mm-hmm. That's how you do that. Yeah. Because um, from what I understand, I mean, you know, Marvel is steady cranking out movies and everything. I think um, the next phase of the Doctor Strange uh, franchise is going to be the uh, Illuminati. Yeah, you should. And that makes sense. That makes sense now, but you need to establish why the gems are important, mm-hmm. why you have to have the Infinity Gauntlet, why should we have this in our- Yeah, because that, that Avengers 4 is going to be a motherfucker. Oh, I... Oh, I, I Part of Avengers Four, like I want to watch Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting Take on. Take my eight fifty right now. Yeah, see, I, I'm not even, um, I'm not even looking at. I haven't looked at any of the trailers. I haven't looked. I've seen like some of the concept art and the posters and everything. You, you, but I'm you saying need, you need to watch the trailer. No, no, because I'm when not you watch, do it. 
I'm not going to do it. Here's the deal. When you watch the Captain Marvel trailer, you look at Marvel and say, oh, they could print money at this point. Mm-hmm. They got this camera, that de-aging camera. That is the shit. The shit. Oh, yeah, like they I did. Samuel um, Jackson with Ant-Man like and all them. came yeah. straight out of high school. Yeah, yeah. Because they did, they did that with Robert. Yeah, they did that with, they Robert, did it with Downey. Robert Downey Jr. And um, motherfucker from Ant-Man. Yes, sir. And they did it with him and with uh, Coulson. Yep. Phil Coulson. Full head of blonde hair. Full head just looking straight dark. Yeah, like frosted tips. You know, <laughs> Phil Coulson looked like the motherfucker from Sugar Ray. Oh, man. Oh, the world statues come over me. He could have did that shit. And it was still been a character. Oh, shit. He could have did that shit. And do. when I looked at that trailer, I'm like, just take my 850 right now. Yeah, man. I need to see this. I will give up so much to see this movie. Yeah. Um, like the Infinity, uh, the Infinity War. I was supposed to go with my wife and my son, and I was supposed it was supposed to be a family day. Go fuck yourself. No, I left them at home. Yeah, me and my I boy. Went, yeah, me. And my I, boy I went. I, I need to watch this solo first. And I got yeah. I slept on the couch. I did my bit. I did my time. <laughs> I got my teardrop. But I need to sleep on the couch. Yeah. Because I I try to explain this to my wife. Now I'm invested in this shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. This ain't no like this. Like this ain't no buying experience. I'm on the job when I watch this the first time. I make it a. I make it plain. When I saw Black Panther, I looked at my wife. I said, "Look, please do not sit next to me. <laughs> this is not for you. This is years and years of reading shit in high school. Like when it was well, cool to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. I was one of few people." In my zip code, that knew the full green and Green Lantern oath. I said that shit. One of the few people in my zip code. I'm walking in to Black Panther. Oh well, yeah, it's for us. It's Black Panther. No, 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 no. This is for me, not you. <laughs> this, I need to learn Wakanda. I, I need to learn. Well, you know, it's for the hood. It's not for the hood. This is the furthest thing from the goddamn hood. You ain't got no flying and shit then, in the hood. <laughs> so, when I'm watching a Marvel movie, there's a stare. There's like a million dollar stare. Like, Ant-Man and the Watch come out for DVD tomorrow. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to get that shit. I'm going to watch Ant-Man and the Watch. I'm doing that shit at 745. I'm saying this on the podcast. This is timestamp like a motherfucker. I'm sorry. Yeah, as a podcast is a podcast. It's okay. I, I'm saying this timestamp it, and I apologize. But I'm doing that shit when I drop my kid off to school. I'm taking a sick day. And I'm watching Ant-Man in my house. My wife will be at work. My son going to be at school. I am going to sit down on the couch uninterrupted. With... I. Like that subway. I want a subway sub. They have a breakfast sub, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. It's delicious. Yes, it it's is. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Like a, it gets slept on hard as fuck because Subway, as a whole, is a garbage company. But they breakfast but is good. <laughs> they breakfast should be on point. Yeah, it is. Like Subway. All right, 
most slept on breakfast is Subway and White Castle. I have never partaken in a White Castle, so I mean. Okay, okay. I, all right. But all right. I know something all right, about wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to hit you with one. I'm going to hit you with one. I get it. Up north, I'm Detroit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Detroit in the house, Bojangles. Eh, I mean, I'm from Louisiana, so I'm stuck on Popeyes and Here shit. Here we go. So let me tell you something about Popeyes. Popeyes don't have a breakfast near. They don't. Near. They don't. Near Bojangles. Yeah, I mean, I got, like, you. I got I'm you. up north. I don't have a Bojangles within two states of my ass. Yeah, I've been there. When I see a Bojangles, I have almost wrecked my car. <laughs> I got family in the South. I've almost wrecked my car to go to a Bojangles. And I have... I, uh, There's I, no ramp I am, right here. Why are you trying to turn? <laughs> like, and I, I looked the um, you know the drive-through lady. I don't know what the real name is. The the assistant. I said, "Dog, I need this." That was it. Before my order was placed, I need this. <laughs> that was the most crackheaded shit I ever said in my life, man. Well. I need to. Give me some of them bowberry biscuits, baby. <laughs> and then you know what happened? Without missing a beat, old girl was like, I completely understand. <laughs> I completely. You know what? She saw my license tag. I guess she saw the plate or whatever. She was just like, oh, he ain't from here. I completely understand. Duh, guess and I ordered it, and it was the shit. Duh, but guess- that's my tomorrow. Tomorrow. When um, Ant-Man and the Wasp come out. Mm-hmm. I've already seen it. Yeah. But I'm going to study it like a goddamn Zabruder film. Yeah. Frame by frame. Looking for new stuff about the DC. Uh, excuse me. The Marvel Extended Universe. Marvel, MCU. Sorry. Yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. There you go. And why they are beating the DCEU. Mm-hmm. A lot of. Yeah. See, we already know why. Yeah. But you know. Poor decisions. I mean, it's a lot of shit they're doing. The DCEU, you lost Superman and Batman in the same calendar fucking year? See, Take the fuck out of here. Now, now, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Is Ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cavill, are they no shit gone? Or Because from what I understand of it, from what I've looked at, from what I see, what it seems to me is there's a scheduling conflict with the extended universe shit. Because mm-hmm. they had the cameo supposed to be in Shazam or whatever. He's like, nah, I can't do that because I'm doing this shit over here or whatever. I get that. So he is stepping away from the extended universe shit. Not so much the main character, Superman, Justice League, or whatever the fuck movie type stuff. That's how I perceive it. I'm going to hurt your heart. I'm okay. sorry, man. Oh, so I hate you to tell you. So he gone. <laughs> All right. Ben Affleck is gone. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've pretty much known that or whatever. Ben, like, ben gone because. All they wanted to do is two people who was saving the shit for Ben. Mm-hmm. And it was Ben himself. They said, like, look, if we got to do another Batman, I need to be as dark as the Nolan shit because I need Batman to be a, a detective. Yeah. So let me direct this one, make him a detective. You still got me for two more movies. Yeah. The D- DC Universe said, go fuck yourself. And so he dipped. Now, in. In the same vein of this, mm-hmm. Josh Whedon, the guy who put the Avengers together, you got him in DC because y'all did the first smart shit y'all ever did in all these movies. You got rid of Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. By getting rid of Zack Snyder, everything ain't is so fucking dark. You could bring some levity to 
to the DC mm-hmm. universe. So you got rid of him. You got Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon said, look, I will do whatever you ask me to. I will fix your entire universe. Starting with Shazam. The only thing I want in return, you can pay me, clearly, but the only thing I want, I want to take a female hero that's not Wonder Woman and make her her own. Mm -hmm. So this would have been Batgirl that he was looking for, he would have made Batgirl in the same vein of what he did with Buffy the Vampire Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. That would have been the shit. Yeah. DC and their infinite wisdom say, go fuck yourself, get out of here. And don't touch the Zion. So that's strike two. I don't understand this. <laughs> it's like they're trying to fuck up. Yeah. So strike three is Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill A.K.A. Homeless Superman. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to that in a minute. Hobo hero. I, 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 ooh, Henry, Henry Cavill pissed me off as Superman. What, what? You got the look. What, really? Uh, no, no, no. Let's stay on topic. Just put a pin in that one. I'll, I'll right, get to I, why I, Henry Cavill pisses me off as a, as a, as a Superman fan. <laughs> this as a whole, Henry Cavill pisses me off. Um, Here's here's what they did with Henry Cavill. After that abortion known as Batman vs. Superman that came out, I don't know, 10 years too early? Mm-hmm. After that, the rules is like, shit, we fucked up. We need to fix this. So since Justice League come out, the whole point of Justice League is the fact that Superman is supposed to make these cameos in this because you're the main motherfucker. Yeah. A la uh, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Or Nick Fury yeah. in the, you know, the Marvel universe. Yeah, but they show up in other movies, trying to make some cool shit happen. Yeah, some linchpin to carry the series. Yeah, along. a linchpin to show that we're all connected. You know who did it right? Fucking Ben Affleck before they showed him the door at the end of Suicide Squad. Yep, to let you know everything is connected. Yeah, he was at the beginning and the end, wasn't he? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. DC, he said, no, he can't do it. Henry Cavill said, I just want to do solo Superman movies. I'm not cool with this cameo shit. DC is like, dog, we need this shit. The reason we need this is because we got too much shit going on and we shot ourselves in the foot too many times. Mm-hmm. We have two flashes, for starters. Yeah. We need to make these cameos. He said, no. So he walked. He may come back and do a solo yeah. two-man movie, but that that that's up in the air. We don't know about that. Yeah, but that's what I was saying, though. It's just like he ain't doing this extra shit unless they talk about, you know, a main feature or whatever. I mean, so that, uh, that that is just retarded. But here we are. Yeah. Now, let's go back to Henry Cavill. Why I have a personal beef with Henry Cavill. Yeah, I was like, how the fuck Superman grow face hair and how the fuck he shave? <laughs> okay. That already. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. But I need you to do this as a fanboy. I can't stress this enough. Homeless Superman. Mm -hmm. You know the movie as Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. Looking at it right here on my shelf. I call it Homeless Superman. Mm -hmm. Because that movie was so fucked up. And every time I watch this movie, I've watched this movie about six times. And every time I watch the movie, and I can stomach, and I mean, I don't mean just hitting, you know, his own cable or I just kind of pick it. I mean, 
And from start to finish, I've watched this movie six times. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch it, I saw it was uh, even more. <laughs> Every time. Because if you keep watching this movie, Two Man is kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going. He becomes more and more of a dick after you watch this movie. All right, we know the story. Um, pretty much, the, the the movie rips off the story of Jesus already. Yeah. Let me guess. 33-year-old hero, feel like traveling the world doing quote-unquote miracles because you have powers that no one can understand. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, seems like I've heard this one before. Mm-hmm. The guy who said they die in a crucifix pose on a oil rig. Damn, stop me if you heard this one before. <laughs> yeah, parents are celestial beings from another world that no one can see, but you are staying here to earth with mortal parents to look after yeah. you after you, you know, have these powers that could benefit mankind. Yeah. Story of Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's it's just, okay. That already. All right. Whatever. Um, so now you got him running around and now you got uh, Kevin Costner, who's essentially trying to die. Mm. He could have been saved three different times in his movie. But no, he just really wanted to die from a tornado. Because your son is Superman. He could technically fly past, don't show your powers, you could fly the other way of the tornado mm-hmm. and save you. You could get caught up in the tornado. Your son could still go in the tornado and catch you. But I guess you just plain wanted to die. Yeah. So we'll put a pin in that one. Now let's get to Zod. Zod, his whole job, Kryptonian, he just, he just, Zod is just surprised he's alive mm-hmm. for the first five minutes of us seeing Zod. He thought he died. And he was like, fuck it, I died. I'm on this planet. I'm I'm getting these powers from the yellow sun. This is some bullshit. But I'm here. The only job I got is to save the Kryptonian race. So I go to my ship. I'm Zod. I see this note that your punk ass daddy left. Hey, not for nothing. I put the entire Kryptonian DNA in his blood. Have fun with that shit, Zod. <laughs> so Zod is like, fuck. So I got to find this motherfucker. So Zod goes out of his way. Him and his cousins find him on Earth. We go to Earth. We got essentially a contact high by being on this planet that gives his son to give us these weird ass powers that we not used to. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be here. You don't want us here. Zod goes to uh, Superman. Hey, look, man. I'm your cousin. My name's Zod. I'm from Krypton. We are the last of our race. Here's what I'm finna do. I need to ask of a favor. You see the ship over there? We're going to restart and repopulate our entire civilization of Krypton. But I need something from you. Your daddy left the key to our civilization and your DNA. If you don't mind, and I have a little bit of your blood so we could jumpstart our own civilization. As you see, it's me. That's your cousin. That's She's she's female. Just cousin. He's male. We're going to take your DNA. We're going to take them. And we're going to repopulate Krypton in this ship. We got this shit that's this blood that fuck in the ship. That's all we need. Just give me, just give me, I don't know, a pint of blood and we'll be out of your hair. You can come visit the new Krypton if you want. But if you cool here, you cool here. Superman says no. Says, look, man, 
I'm only here because your daddy put the shit in your DNA. I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> he says, no, again, if you want my blood, you don't have to fight me for it. Zai says, it, it should not have to come to this, but I am the savior of Krypton. My job is to make sure Krypton still lives when I'm still here. Okay. You are the only motherfucker because you st- you stayed away from Social Security. You started you stayed away from Kryptonian Social Security, so we never gave you a job. All three of us, your older cousins, and myself, we got jobs. <laughs> yeah. I, so my job is to make sure Krypton still lives. I like your rendition of this story better. <laughs> oh my God! Is this, this is it. This, watch, watch Man of Steel. This is it. So Superman says no again. So, all right, we got, I guess we got to fight. So the cousins get pissed. They start fighting Superman, but they're on this new planet where they get these skills and powers that they ain't used to. So Superman makes short work of them. Zod hit him up one last time. Look, this is, you on my ship. You really shouldn't be on my ship. You want me gone, but look, this is a digital rendition of what Krypton looks like right now. You see all the skulls and crossbones and the skeletons. Mm. My man, you can stop this shit right now. All I need is, I don't even need a pint of blood. I just need a little bit, whatever could fit in this needle, I'm good with. So then, that happened. Fuck it. I'm just gonna, die snap. I'm just gonna kidnap you. Fuck it. I'm gonna take a little bit of your blood. Oh shit, we on earth. I don't have a needle that can penetrate your skin. This is some bullshit. <laughs> so I got to fly this bitch somewhere else. You get wind, you get Lois, oh goofy ass, help you get out of this shit. So now we got to fight. So you fight, you fight, you fuck up a city, mm-hmm. mind you, in this fight. Because A, you don't give a fuck about none of these people, Superman. Mm-hmm. Zai, I got these powers I can't control because I've been on your planet for way too goddamn long. I fight you. I get enough blood on my hand. Can I put this shit in the centrifuge? I can put this shit in the needle. Fuck it. I got enough. I'll I'll start Krypton by myself. This is some bullshit. Goes to the ship. You know what he does? Suck the move. Blows up this ship. <laughs> Superman. Dick move. Blows up the ship. He was leaving. Zod is like, this is bullshit. Fights him again. Gets enough blood on him. Said, look, I got these new powers now. Fuck it. I could just, I could just leave. I could just leave. I go out of space. I'm going to start Krypton on Earth because you blew up my fucking ship. I was going to leave. You blew up my ship. I was, I was about to leave. Right before he tries to start Krypton on Earth, I don't even want to be around you. That's, that was his whole vibe. I just want to start this shit. We'll build a new ship. We'll get the fuck out of here. Snaps his neck. Mm-hmm. And then cries about snaps it. His, <laughs> snaps his neck. So now the last Kryptonian is your punk ass. And now the only thing you can do is just look, well, I stopped evil. But you killed so many people in the goddamn process. Yeah. And you made Batman mad. <laughs> Oh, we ain't even jumping in that. If I jump into that guy, that's a whole other thing. But you killed so many people in the process. We're just talking about Man of Steel. Yeah. So you're supposed to be this protector. You, your body count, you killed at least 200 people. Shit, more than that. <laughs> I'm being generous by saying 200 people. No. So Man of Steel, 
AKA Homeless Superman. When you watch that movie, you side with Zod. Every time I watch that movie, I lean more and more on the hot side. Well, how do you feel about um, Infinity War? Did you side with uh, Thanos? Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. I loved Infinity War because it, it offered up questions. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think the Infinity Gauntlet is the most powerful weapon in the universe no more. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it... Um, spoilers! It fucked the hell up. Yeah, I spoilers if you have not seen it. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is. Yeah. And here's another thing. Spoilers again. I think Thanos is dying. Possibly. I think if it, I think the Avengers Four is about Thanos dying. Mm-hmm. Because if you peep game, when he threw Stormbreaker at him, he hit him in the chest. Mm-hmm. And if you go to that point of like I said, I, I that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Go to it. When he snaps his fingers. Yeah, the glove fuck up. It just like the glove got fucked up, but here's another thing. Here's my theory on this. If you look at Thanos' wound, the wound was still there from Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. but you see green, green and blue, like shiny shit around the wound yeah. that he got hit with Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. So here's what I imagine. Two things in in my theory. In mm-hmm. my theory, he couldn't heal himself in time. Yeah. Uh-huh. After Stormbreaker, that's where he said, go for the head, because he knew he was supposed to die. Yep. Theory two, Thanos did die. Yeah, that, that was um, something people were talking about that, like, they all... He remember. did, because he got caught up when he said half the population, he was in the half of the population that died. The yeah. fact that he possessed a soul jump, he could jump from the dead. That's why he had that little conversation with Gamora. Mm-hmm. And when he had that conversation, she's, you know, pretty much she was asking him, was it worth it? Yeah. So he couldn't answer that question then. So when you see him, he still had the soldier. And that means he couldn't die truly. Truly. He yeah. brought himself back to life. But when he went back to his house, he went back to that farm. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. He was limping. If you see, if you oh, see yeah, him, he, he didn't have armor on. He was limping and he still had you could still see where the cut was mm-hmm. of Stormbreaker. Yeah. So he may not have died, but he died in. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I mean it, that would make sense for as far as the plot goes going forward, yep. whatever. Because I mean, it's it's evident that they can't beat him. You know, at full. Strength. We don't know that, but well, we don't strength. know that. See, he's he was at full strength when it started. You could probably beat him now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he's dying yeah. and his mind fucked up. Because he's thinking, is it, it was it worth it? He's mm-hmm. probably Yeah. With that. Yeah. Tell me you still record this shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just paused it when it when we hung up. Alright, yeah. That's yeah. my bad. Like I got face fat. So like my yeah. face hit the button and here we are. I understand. But yeah, take a look at that. But maybe that's, just, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's God or whoever you serve telling us, get the fuck off the phone. This podcast is long enough. <laughs> nah, we good. I still got a little bit because um, <laughs> this is October 1st and we starting our first night of the, um, you know, the Hollywood, Hollywood, goddamn Halloween movies and shit. So we're going to watch a scary movie every night all the way up until the 31st. What you starting with? Um, we're going to start with the OG Nightmare on Elm Street. So we're going to watch the first one. 
he don't get the credit he deserves. No, he don't. He, he really doesn't. I really wish you would have watched. Um, like, Freddie is cool. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Freddie. Freddie's all right. Mm. But, like, you want a horror story? Mm. Precious. Precious? Gets the shit out of me every time. <laughs> like, I, like, movies that scares the fuck out of me is shit that can happen. Like, yeah. I don't know if you remember. Based in reality, yeah. Early Colin Farrell. Early Colin Farrell. This movie scares the fuck out of me. Phone booth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I seen that, yeah. I don't know if you remember that movie. That that It was a deep cut. It was a deep cut. But back in the day, there were things called phone booths. Yes. And, you know, this is before everybody had a cell phone. And when that bitch rung, you kind of wanted to find out. Yeah, who the hell is calling this? Who's on the other And he did it. And there was a goddamn sniper on him. The whole time. Oh, my God. I would have failed for that every time. See, I, I would have failed for that. I had a little culture shock. Um, I was working in San Antonio, and then um, if you go down into the downtown area, or whatever, they still got uh freaking payphones down there. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I mean, I knew what it was, but I was like, "They st- they still here?" I picked it up. It had a dial tone. I was like, "What no, the fuck?" You, you need that. <laughs> you need that. Like, you need that just to show how far we've become. I don't care if nobody uses it. Like I'm talking to you currently on the cell phone. Everybody I know got a cell phone. My my niece, who's, I mean, like who really shouldn't have a cell phone, has a cell phone. Yeah. And it's a national treasure. Man, you, what? It's it just you need to show how far we we've come, because there was a piece where you just kind of like, oh shit, I can't I can't talk to you right now. Like if something bad happened, like how we just had this little mishap yeah. with my face bad and everything. I was in a little goddamn pocket. That was it. Yeah, we had no coins and shit. And no, let's let's just even think about that. I can remember in the end of 2002, 2003, I had to walk down the street, probably, you know, half a block away from my house to use the pay phone to call my baby mama. <laughs> oh, man. I know that feeling, man. Growing up, I've been hit, man, this is some nostalgic shit. All right, growing up, going to school, right? I was the last key kid. So the whole point of it is, here's a key, take your ass home after school. Yeah. But one thing I would do, my mom all, my mom and dad did this. If something happens between you and school, mm-hmm. there's a dime. She would like tape a dime in the inside of my shoe. Call somebody. <laughs> call somebody. You can hit a payphone, call somebody. A dime. Mm-hmm. And then call somebody. Let them know where you at. Get to safety. Yeah. That's real that's real shit. A, a fucking dime. Duh. Like you talk about two thousand, two thousand three Last time I saw a payphone, it was like thirty five cents. Yeah, because I can I can even I, remember I can even remember the price hikes because it went from a dime to fifteen cent, then twenty, yep. then it just jumped to twenty five cent. Then I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> hey, it's funny that you mention that. Remember Candace Bergen? They bring in that Murphy Brown shit. Remember, 
Sprint, long distance caller. It was just her. Remember the commercial? She just had a fucking uh, roll of dime that she just threw at the TV screen. Oh. Like, that is what you would get if you signed with Sprint. So you got a roll of dimes to make long distance calls, dog. Yeah, man. And like, my mama bought that enhanced Sprint because of that shit. <laughs> like, everything. I, we have lost this audience. Man, like the people who are listening to this podcast right now is like, the fuck are they talking about? No, we. What we, is Sprint? We we are in the era of where my grandmother used to give me an empty pack of cigarettes and a note to bring to the corner store and be like, give this to Miss Mary and tell her it's for me. She give me the money. She give me the empty pack of cigarettes and a note. I give it to Miss Mary. She give me a goddamn. Eight, nine, ten year old, a full oh, pack. No, wait, of wait, cigarettes. wait. Can I get? Can I guess the pack? Because this happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, it was either Virginia Slims or was it Virginia Slims? Let's start there. I, I believe so because I can. I never remember what it was, but it was all. It was them thin motherfuckers. I know that <laughs> Virginia Slims. Yes, yes, Virginia Slims. It was two I had to get. One for my dad. And one for the lady next door. Lady next door, Monarch Menthols. Mm-hmm. Unfiltered. Let me tell you something about those. Those will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it just, they, were, they were like the definition. They were brown cigarettes. But they were just thin. And you just looked at this and you're just like, wow. This is, you, you went through some shit to even get this far. So this this is acid and sandpaper. <laughs> oh my god! And then for my dad, I would get uh, basic, oh, and yeah. basic was just that. <laughs> it was called fuck. basic cigarettes. Let me tell you something. What basic was? Basic was pure tobacco, just like a dip. It wasn't yeah. a lot of menthol. It was just enough menthol to keep you addicted. Man. It was just in a, in like the cotton filter that was a cotton ball. It's like they, they didn't do it right. So like you can still see the fuzz coming off the back of it. They didn't cut it right or some shit. It was called, oh, if you could find a pack of basic. Basic, <laughs> basic. It was like this. Basic was the cigarettes that stop you from smoking because it's no longer cool. Yeah, it's just like... It's no longer cool because it was, it was just... Fall it apart. was. It wasn't a Newport. Newport, you know, you can hear your favorite rapper talk about Newports or Cools. You can hear, you can hear the, oh uh, yeah, you can hear that in the uh, Busta Rhymes album. Oh shit, I'm dating myself. I'm talking about Busta Rhymes, but anyway, you can hear it. You can hear it in the Orange Pound smoking like a pack of Cools. You like, you can hear that basic mythol was just that. Mm-mm. Basic menthol should have had a slogan. You know what you came here to do, right? <laughs> that's, that's just no frills. It was the no frills cigarette. It was just, I am, you are here to smoke cigarettes. Pure that smoke. is all. Pure smoke, baby. Pure smoke. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure about pure smoke. I just think it was just like, look, you're going to get what we give you. <laughs> I don't really think that was it. You're going to get what we give you. Uh, I say, and that is going to be all. 
I say, like, yeah, if you if you used to take a new term to bring it back to the, that time, I say, like, you don't want no smoke is probably their best. Oh, 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 <laughs> you will take this smoke and you will not say shit about it. <laughs> this is basic. It says it in the title and that's just what it is. Basic. <laughs> it was it was everything wrong and right about smoking cigarettes. At the same goddamn time. It was this, Look, if you gonna die because of this shit, I want you to know this is this is it. <laughs> this is it. If if this is your choice, whatever. But I need you to own your truth. Live your truth. So what, what, that's basic methods right there. So so what you reveal about them uh candy cigarettes and the bubblegum cigars? <laughs> you know what? Gateway. Gateway. <laughs> because I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm not a smoker. But I will have a cigar every now and then. Same. And when I have a cigar, I need to have a cigar. I need to be on some like JB Rockefeller shit. I need to have a cigar. Like I, I make my mistake. One of my good friends is a smoker. He he I I shame it. He just he smokes cigarettes. Mm-hmm. He was like, Man, have a have a cigar with me. Nah. Cause I can't, you, you need this shit. <laughs> like that's how addiction works. You need it. Me, my cigar is like celebratory. Yeah. Special. Like case. there's a, there's something that happened. I'm feeling great. Um, or my favorite, I can get out of situation. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the cigar, I, I like, if I'm wearing a suit, if you ever see me wear a suit, just ask me for a cigar because there's a good chance I got one. Because I'm probably someplace like a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, weddings are cool. Yeah, y'all love each other and all that other good shit. But at the end of the day, I'm just kind of like, all right, I don't need three hours to see how much y'all love. You're like, I have to take a day off because you're in love. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I have to take a day off because y'all really love each other. You selfish bastards. <laughs> is it? Is it selfish? <laughs> no, like, not, who's more selfish? No, not, hey. not on your part. Not on your part. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm Who's the more selfish without it? Is? It's just like, all right, look. We love each other. We met at a FedEx Kinko's, and all of a sudden, we loved each other. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to take off a Saturday. You know that day everyone fights for? You know that day they make fucking songs about S A T U R D A Y. Oh yeah, S A T U. Yeah, you know that song they make. They make songs out of this. Yeah, fuck that. Take that day off to watch me and some girl that I like just pledge our love for each other. <laughs> and then, then, then I need you to keep that day off. Because we're going to wait at this place where you give us gifts and believe it or not, we're going to dance and we're going to do all the shit you don't do currently and we're going to make you look like a shitty person in between. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have Bojangles for catering. There we go. (laughs) Like at my wedding, I married my wife. I spent that day, apologizing to people. Hey, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm keeping you out of work for this shit. Hey, man, my bad, dog. My bad. I wanted a wedding. You know what I wanted my wedding? I wanted my wedding on a Wednesday afternoon. 
Hmm. Hump day. The reason being because if you had to go to work, I'm your excuse to get the fuck up out of there. Yeah. I save your shit. Then on top of that, and really, you know, we just we just gonna be chilling. So here we are. <laughs> like we still in love, but I don't want you. You know, I kind of want you. Here's what I want. I don't want you getting fired from my ass. I do want you getting reprimanded. Mm-hmm. I would I would enjoy a good reprimanding. Like, oh man, you went a little too long on your lunch break. Oh man, Sam got married. Oh okay, I got you. I got you. I said, hey, don't do that shit again, man. But uh, yeah, all right, all right. I- I'm with that. If you can do that, yeah, yeah. But when you eat up a Saturday, there's a like that's that's how I know, man. It's like that's how I know. Like if you eat up my Saturday, there's a vibe of man, fuck you. No, when I when I retired, I did my retirement ceremony an hour before lunch. So they got off an hour before lunch. So they my ceremony was just right by that hour. And once it was over, they can go to lunch or have the rest and of the they, day off. That's how you do that shit. That's how you do that shit. Because you're not a dick, man. <laughs> like, you're, you, here's what you left off is. And that's my motherfucker. Uh, yeah, that's my motherfucker Rob right there, man. Because you gave them an extra hour. Mm-hmm. And they already ate. All right, if I'm, tell me if I'm getting this right. They already ate. So that second hour, I, I would only assume they have food at your retirement ceremony, right? No, because so no, once I retired, I damn, I got in the car and I left that bitch. I never came back. Well, that makes sense. But I'm just saying, I, I hope they had, you know, hey, here's something, you know. You know, they, they ate something. Yeah, they it's had not catered, but yeah, like, they, they had they had opportunity on either end to eat. They could have ate before. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Had, you had the opportunity, and you could kind of skip out on work for two hours. Yep, exactly. So for nothing else, they got hey man, you know, I worked with them. It was cool, but I got two hours out of work because he retired. Mm-hmm. That's how you're supposed to do that. Yeah, because that like that's good looking out, man. Cause I mean, my, my youngest was there too, and she was like, kind of trying to chime in. I was like, "All right, baby, we we ain't got enough time for that. We mm-hmm. gotta go to lunch." No, no, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> we need to wrap this up right now. Because if you, if you, that's the real people, you're gonna have that speech at your house that I invited you to. You can come over my house and crack a beer, walk in, we do this shit, and that's that's gonna be that. Mm-hmm. Damn, that that's what I'm talking about. Now, damn, let's kind of spin backwards a little bit. How would we fix the DC universe? How do you fix it? Yeah, because I I've, I feel currently. I mean, I know it's unfortunate with the Superman and the Batman thing, but I feel kind of what they have now. They can kind of spin it around in a certain way. Because right, um, here's how you spin it. Here's how I would do this. Okay, and it it ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy, so it ain't it ain't easy. You put all your eggs in the Shazam Wonder Woman Foundation. Mm-hmm. And you just pray Aquaman is all right. From what I saw, Aquaman is white Wakanda. Yeah. So. <laughs> what killed me is uh, his counterpart, his, his his nemesis or whatever. His, the motherfucker. Like from, motherfucker I'm from, all right with that. Motherfucker from The Conjuring, though. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. 
I'm a, it, look, look, you you can't be like with DC, man. I guess I can't be picky right uh, now. <laughs> I just gotta take like, one. Like, you this gotta, this you is the basic cigarette. This is the basic basic cigarette. <laughs> that is. Um, what you need to do with DC, the fix DC. Uh, you got you gotta accept the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now the best way to do this, but I don't think you will be successful. The quickest way to do this, you won't be successful, is to bring in the multiverse. Okay, see that's where I was gonna go with it because we had this conversation before. They have little pieces and elements in place now that they can use to spin this around. You, the Flash. You can do that. You the, should not do that. Because the people who are the casual comic fans are just going to be confusing motherfuckers. Hey, man. I mean, if it's going to be confusing either way they go. I mean, for a casual motherfucker anyway. <laughs> all right. You got rid of Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do. You bring in, if you can't salvage your relationships with them, you pin all the shit on Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But because Wonder Woman is supposed to be so old, you get a chance to see her during the origins of these guys. Yeah. So, like, the next movie is supposed to be her in 1984. The last movie was her in World War One. Yeah. So, what you want to do, you want to pin, like, in 1984, you see, like, Bruce Wayne being born, mm-hmm. and you got to do something like, oh, it's something with this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Or you see um, something like, um, you know, you see two men being here. Oh, okay, it's something with him because he's supposed to be 33 years old. So, all right, you do it that way. Or here's what you do. And this would make the most goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. You leave it live. If you're not going to bring in the multiverse and you're not going to pin this on Wonder Woman or Shazam, you do something that has absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. You bring in a new hero. Okay. The new hero is Green Lantern. And stop me. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I was not going to say anything bad. I was not going to say anything Before we get, you bring in Green Lantern, but you don't talk about Green Lantern. You don't bring in Hal Jordan. Mm -hmm. You bring in the Green Lantern Corps. By bringing in Green Lantern Corps, you talk about why it's so important for them to be a Green Lantern on Earth. Because, so you like, you bring in the parallax stories. Mm-hmm. All right. Green Lantern went crazy. We had to dispose of them. Earth needs a new Green Lantern. And you make this movie about a competition about who's going to be the next Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. You bring in Jonathan Stewart, mm-hmm. Guy Gardner, yep. and Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. You make Jonathan Stewart exactly who he is. I'll tell you, Jonathan Stewart right now, if you can do this, if I'm casting, what's my man from This Is Us? Sterling, uh, Sterling K. Yeah. Shepard? Yeah, the motherfucker that was in. Uh, yeah, from This Is Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He you, was, um, you get him. He was the brother in uh, um, Black Panther, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. There's very few people who can walk between the worlds of Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. So you pick him. You pick uh, Kyle Rayner. I don't know who you would pick for Kyle Rayner. And I'm not really sure about Guy Gardner. Personally, my Guy Gardner. Um. Now, this may be a weird choice, but I can't think of anyone who who has this. This um God, what's my man? Um Rob Riggle. Pick Rob Riggle. Because like Guy Gardner was like a gym teacher mm-hmm. who 
who just kind of like stumbled into being great. So you want to find Earth's new Green Lantern. You pick those three. You ultimately give the Kyle Rayner. So Kyle Rayner is in this world where he doesn't know what works and what doesn't work. And now you jumpstart this because since he's uber powerful, you're making Superman without making Superman. You can bring in the Justice League and you bring in his story of the Justice League. His story of the Justice League is I could kill all of y'all, mm-hmm. but I'm not worthy because I respect y'all. Mm-hmm. So get y'all shit together. Yeah. From what that I is the, That is the sentiment. And you fix that with that message. Y'all get y'all shit together. By then you'll have another person who play Batman. They're like, look, man, there's a lot of shit going on in Gotham. You have another Superman. And you have the like weird jealousy mm-hmm. that Superman has with Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, yeah, I can do what you're doing, but the the reason you should not push yourself to this limit is because everyone's going to need help, and you have them creating these like life lessons for Kyle Rayner. But and I'm using it just based on what I have from the book. So they're teaching them, they're teaching shit to Kyle Rayner. But then they got to look at themselves like, why do we, why do we say the shit we say? We should start doing the things we do. Mm-hmm. Then you build it off the back to that. Yeah. Cause from what and I I'm understand- totally ripping off Marvel. Yeah. From what I understand, I thought they was already going to um, do a Green Lantern Corps movie. Yeah. But the movie, the, the movie that we saw Green Lantern was so shitty. They didn't want to put no more money into it. Mm, okay. But. The reason I, I, I know this will work because they did this with Spider-Man. Yeah. Remember, Spider-Man, this is the third Spider-Man we've never uh, had, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you had Robert Downey Jr. coaching him like a mentor, mm-hmm. saying like, do this. And by saying, do this, this is the world we live in and you shouldn't do it this way, still be a kid. Mm-hmm. He get a chance to kind of, you know, if you watch Spider-Man, you saw... RDJ look at itself like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is what being a hero means. And you kind of see that in the Marvel too, because anytime Cap and Iron Man is in the same, their ideologies change mm-hmm. about what being a hero means. We saw it in Civil War. Mm-hmm. We saw it in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. We also saw it when they first met in the first Avengers. Like, you see what being a hero means and how that evolved over time. Okay. So that same theory would only translate to Batman and Superman based on them trying to school this guy who could kill both of them. All right. Before we put a pin in it, on the topic, uh-huh. on the topic of Marvel, out of what we have so far, what are your favorite three movies? What a soldier. What a soldier. That, that's up there. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, because Winter Soldier was just a damn book. I have such an affinity because Marvel did the smartest thing. Oh, you know the book we wrote? How about we just do that shit? <laughs> that, makes, that makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther come in at number two. Yeah. Now, I know it's supposed to be flip-flop, but I, I do have little and that very, very, very nitpicky problems with uh, Black Panther. Yeah, because I think like they but, they got the whole thing wrong with like the the spirit realm and boss and all the other shit, right? No, they got that right. Okay. The thing that I got wrong 
they got wrong, but if they fixed this problem, this movie would have been six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. You got to talk about Shuri a little bit more. Shuri is his kid's sister, and Shuri was um, down with him, but one thing she fucking hates is the Avengers. Mm. Shuri, I don't want to say hate. She's indifferent to the Avengers because it's like, you took my brother from me. Yeah. While he's playing on, in the U.S. with y'all, He's totally neglecting his responsibilities here. Mm-hmm. And since he's been gone, we had to have like two or three other Black Panthers. Shit, I'm one of them. I wish Shuri would have talked about the third suit. If you go and watch yeah. um, Black Panther, she presents him with three suits, remember? Uh-huh. He took the one, Killmonger got the other, mm-hmm. but the third suit was hers. Well, I thought that was... um. The the third suit was the, his his original suit before he took the purple suit. Mm-mm. The purple one was the one. Remember, she said, "I'm working on three suits." She, mm-hmm. Excuse me. She said, "I'm working on new armor for you." Mm-hmm. The armor he chose is the one he used to the movie. Obviously, yeah. The second one with the gold medallion, Killmonger. That was with Killmonger. Mm-hmm. But hers, if you look, is the third mannequin that he knocked down. That's her suit because she was Black Panther. And she's like the best Black Panther. Yeah, that's what I've heard. She's she's the best one because she put all that technological shit. And quite honestly, she doesn't have any political affiliation. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, yeah, I could just do shit. <laughs> so, um, and the third movie that I think, um, honestly, the third movie in the Marvel Universe, I probably kept some shit for this one. Iron Man 1, the first one. Yeah, because I mean, it was basically the catalyst that um. It was the thing that started it all up. Mm-hmm. And by when you plan and you bet and you plan this shit based on one person, is that all right, Robert Downey Jr. We need you for seven movies, off rip. We planning this big shit, and it's all gonna rest on this movie. Mm-hmm. That yeah, yeah, some shit I probably would change in there, but having the Iron Monger instead of Iron Man or Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like what they did with Mandarin to some degree. Yeah. Because they made him like a joke character. Mm-hmm. And I know people got pissed about that. But the thing is, if you brought in Mandarin, you would have to bring in the Infinity Gauntlet way before it was time for for us to take it seriously. Yeah. And see, and that, that's the thing for me, because like, I mean, obviously you're well versed in the comic books and everything like me. I have no knowledge of it. And I only know for when I see in the movies. But at the same time, because of people like you that I speak with, mm-hmm. you know, they I've, I've got an a little bit of an education in between times and everything. So, you know, I, I, I like kind of having it that way because I mean, it, I don't go into a movie like, Oh man, they didn't do this. They didn't do this. They shouldn't have done this and all kind of stuff. I mean, it's like a fresh set of, you know, things for me, you know, and I'd rather enjoy yeah. that. But, um, you when know. you watch the movies, there's other, there's some stuff that sticks out to the comic kids. But the reason I picked those movies is because those are universally, the best laid movies in which you can watch those straight up yeah, and get. Yeah. Like, um... Because, I mean, Black Panther like, by itself, it was just like, it, they, they gave you the flash... Movie. Yeah, they gave you the flashbacks in the beginning to kind of get you to wherever you needed to be, and it was just like, that's it. I mean, they could have just made this one movie and been all right. 
like Winter Soldier. The reason Winter Soldier beats Black Panther for me is because that's a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. That is that is what that is. I have one super soldier. I have another super soldier. We don't talk about that. We bring the super soldier out when we have to kill someone. Mm-hmm. Of we need to kill someone, and we need to get this off the books. Yeah, as a whole. So we bring this super soldier in to kill this one guy, and then we bring him back, and we erase his memory immediately. Mm-hmm. And we nobody knows shit. Exactly. It's a spy thriller. Yeah. So I guess that's my answer. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I, I think I fall in line with those three movies. Um, Winter Soldier, by far, I think is the best one out of the whole stack, though. Is yeah, because you could just turn that on. If you t- if you didn't tell me they had powers, I still watch that movie. Yeah. Well, shit, man. It is uh, two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> hey, I did my thing, man. I yeah. told you what you was getting into when you when you signed up for. Yeah, and I appreciate your time, man. I mean, it, you don't hear it on the show, and I think I might have said it once or twice, but I enjoy stuff like this. I mean, I can just be like, hey, what's your favorite color? And then two hours later, we wrapping up with fucking Marvel movies and shit. You know, That's I, how you do it, man. I enjoy that shit. <laughs> but hey, before you go, once again, I appreciate you for your time. Before you uh, ride off into that good night, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and wherever else you want them to find you. All right, one more time. The home for everything revolving around Just Talk with Sam podcast can be found on samshownation.com. I personally, I'm on Instagram at Just Talk with Sam, no G and talking. You can email the podcast at Just Talk with Sam, no G and talking. At uh, Gmail, Just Talk with Sam on Facebook. The only thing that's not Just Talk with Sam is um instagram oh excuse me um uh twitter i'm sam show 11 on twitter everything else can be found at our homepage at samshownation.com and 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 um if you are a fan of the show detroiters um well this already happened but i guess if you got the app go to comedy central i am in the last episode season 10 yeah, I think it's called Little Caesars. I am, well, me, in in the Detroiters. Sweet. So I am the guy who shows up in the background sipping drinks. I'm the guy who looks like me. <laughs> so all of that can be fun. I hope that helps. So all of that is on um, the website, samshownation.com. All right. Yeah, man. Um, You've been a guest of the Random Rounds with Rob. And as every guest has the opportunity to, if the door is open for you to come back to promote whatever it is you want to promote or you just want to come shoot the shit again. I have no problem with either one, man. Thank you so much for just giving us the opportunity. And that was the main, 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 main. Who am I? Terrence Howard or some shit? (laughs) But that was the man. Sam McLean. Um, it was a great conversation. I just love hearing this dude talk. He, we, we, we spoke uh, uh, quite a bit about Bill Cosby throughout this whole ordeal. And, you know, just hearing him talk and hearing his mannerisms and everything and all that other stuff or whatever, just his cadence and his voice and everything. He kind of sound like Bill Cosby to me. Bill Cosby and um, freaking a little bit of Denzel. So if Bill Cosby and Denzel were able to uh, appropriate and have a baby, that's what Sam McClain sound like. So 
I don't know if that's a compliment. Um, for coming from me um, saying it right now, it, it's a compliment. I, I think that's pretty cool. That's a, that's a cool mashup, and that'd be kind of nasty at the same time to imagine Bill Cosby and Denzel Washington having sex to make a baby. You know I mean how how would that conversation go? Ooh, would you put the pudding pop in my pudding cup? Zah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you think you gangster, huh? That's Denzel. I can't do a Denzel voice too. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I do apologize for this episode because um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's my computer, if it's my internet speed, or just um the pure fact that it's um Skype to uh, uh actual cell phone conversation. But there was a little bit of delay if you can uh, hear it throughout the episode and there was times where he talked over me I talked over him I was just trying to it was like double dutch you know they they swinging the ropes and I'm just kind of trying to find my spot to get in whenever I feel um the audio has caught up to his ears and whatnot so that's something I need to work toward in the future hopefully it's a thing to, that I can throw money at because I am really trying to buy another computer because <laughs> this I'm I can't take the charger out of this one because this one will die instantly, you know, so I'm very cautious around this thing. I'm walking on eggshells around this thing. It's just like I got to ease myself into my little podcasting station because I don't want to disturb nothing. I don't want to knock nothing open, have the power cord come out and I lose all my shit. So, yeah, that that's what it is. But check him out. Just talking with Sam on iTunes, Stitcher and all those other cool places. And um. Yeah, man, listen to the show. It's it's awesome. You get to hear what you heard here plus two because they get wild over there on that show. Just like he said, I mean, it, it's 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 out there and it's it's great. Um, speaking of podcasts, um, in addition to doing the random rounds with Rob podcast and um doing the exclusive content over on the Lemur app, which you should download, I urge you to. Um, I'm almost at 60 followers. I'm on a mission to get 100 followers. So if you're hearing me, pretty please go to your Android device, that inferior piece of shit, and your Apple device and your Windows phone or whatever you have. Go to your app store and download the Lemur app and look for my show. Follow my show. I'm on a mission to get 100 follows. I've talked to the CEO, the owner of the Lemur app, and he's going to hook me up with something cool. So, I mean, now. It's a good app. It's a great community. You can respond with your voice to uh, podcasts or, um, you know, the stuff that you hear on there. So if you're listening to one of my episodes that I post on there, you can respond to that episode just by recording some audio straight into your phone and it'll upload. And it's cool. It's awesome. I'm not telling you just to download the app to your phone, give me a follow, then uninstall the app. Don't do that. I mean, you could do that, but don't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, follow me on Lemur. It's at 3R Show, just like the Twitter, at 3R Show. And if you're hip and trendy, you should be also following at 3R Show 2, T-O-O, on Twitter. And um, while I'm in the plugs of Twitter, you can follow my personal Twitter account at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. So, um, Lemur app, download it. So, in addition to the exclusive content I do on the Lemur app, um, the Random Rambles with Rob podcast that you're listening to right now, I have started a third uh, podcast. Well, a second podcast in full, but, you know, an additional thing that I do here. It is a strictly professional wrestling podcast. 
So the name of this podcast is Wrestling is Trash. Now, I know what you're thinking. As soon as you hear the title, Wrestling is Trash, you think I'm going to be sitting here talking shit about professional wrestling, downplaying and all that thing. Quite the contrary. It's not that at all. I mean, there's going to be some trash talking because all professional rant. Uh, wrestling fans have that shit talkability inside of them. They always got to talk shit about something, someone, a booking decision, whatever the case may be. There's always going to be some shit talking. So some trash talking will ensue. But um, it's just something that popped in my head. I, I When I was back doing the um, Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, which it was a, pot, a wrestling podcast that was a, I was a part of, um, I started a wrestling Twitter account um, catering to some of the conversations that we would have on that podcast. Uh, we would talk about professional uh, wrestling and uh, female wrestlers. Uh, you know, we had we coined the phrase waterfall mania. So originally the Twitter account that I have for the new podcast, Wrestling is Trash, um, you can follow it now at Wrestling B Trash. And all the reason is not Wrestling is Trash, not because it's taken on Twitter. No, because for me to put one more letter in there is too long for the Twitter account name. So instead of wrestling is trash, I got wrestling be trash. You know, Ebonics, I'm black. You know, I got talk with the slang. You know, wrestling be trash, son. <laughs> I sound like a Cosby kid just did. But um, yeah, check out the show. But originally, um, I started that Twitter account to post nothing about, uh, you know, nothing but pictures about, uh, the female wrestlers that we would speak about. And sometimes I would, uh, I mean, so if you go back all the way to the beginning of that timeline, it's just a whole bunch of um, pictures of female wrestlers and um, some scantily clad uh, females that I found on Tumblr that I just posted up there for no reason. And the original name for the account was Waterfalls or something like that. Or it was something like that, but it had Waterfalls in the title. You know, so after a while, you know, I, I started finding myself instead of just posting pictures of female professional wrestlers, I would post gifts of uh, professional wrestling that I found that was awesome and just other wrestling articles. So the name popped in my head, uh, wrestle, tr- wrestle, yeah, wrestle trash, wrestle trash. So I was like, you know. It has it, it struck a chord in me. It's like the name when I said it in my head was like cool. I I I'll use that. So Russell Trash. The the name was available on Twitter, and then I did a hashtag search, and I found that there is a wrestling news organization called um, Wrestling Trash. So I kept it for a little while. And I didn't really try to promote it or, you know, get a whole bunch of follows or likes or whatever for it because of the fact that somebody else was doing it longer than me using that name. So just all the time that I was talking about professional wrestling and having conversation with my friends and everything. And, you know, this is long removed from the pipe bomb and McCool and company. You know, I still had the itch to talk professional wrestling. So I had it in my head that, you know, I would just do it real small. I would put episodes out there when I felt like it. Um, I'll have some guests on there. We just bullshit and talk about wrestling. You know, I'm not going to be, I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be a project. 
I mean, I speak of this on episode one of the thing. You may not. I encourage you to go listen to it because what I'm talking about now, I talked about over there. So I'm repeat myself. But then again, if you don't like professional wrestling, you might not go over there. So I should repeat myself. <laughs> but just how I feel about professional wrestling, I just feel like I needed this additional outlet because I've been told by people whenever we talk about wrestling on here, you know, they're not really into it. They kind of fast forward through it. I mean, they listen because it's me, but it's not their cup of tea. So I feel like if I have that medium for me to get wrestling off my chest on a platform, just specifically catering to wrestling, I should do it. So I host it directly from my website, randomrobcast.com. So if you go to randomrobcast.com and um, go to the podcast section, you'll see all the podcasts for three hour show and you'll see the podcast, which is only one so far for wrestling is trash. And if you type in wrestling is trash.com, it'll take you directly to that portion of the website. And speaking of the website, randomrobcast.com, you can go to randomrobcast.com and find different ways that you can help support the show, help it grow. Hopefully help me get a computer one day that I can do some decent shit on. And um, the way you can do that is by purchasing merchandise through we have merch.com. That's where I primarily have uh, my merch. There's also some other stores up there that I've done in the past, like spreadshirts.com and represent.com. If you go to randomrobcast.com, all the links for those places are there. So any way you go, um, you can find different ways to help support the show. Uh, there's Amazon links. You click on it. It'll take you to Amazon. You shop like you normally do. And I get a little bit of kickback off of your purchase and you don't pay anything extra. There's also free 30 day trials for Amazon Prime on there and uh, a wish list of things that I need or would want to help uh, make this show better quality or produce some other elements with into pertaining of this show. There's an Amazon wish list. You can purchase items off of there. Um, you can be a patron of the show through Podbean. You can be a patron of the show. It's like Patreon or patron. You know, you donate to the show monthly starting low as a dollar. You can help support the show monetarily, just like Brandon McIntyre, Glenn Abbott, King Ajar, Bob Hines and Robert Cook. Appreciate those gentlemen very much. But hey, that's just some of the things that you can do. But what's most important, you don't have to give me a dime of your money. The most important thing that you could do for this podcast, the Just Talking with Sam podcast and any other podcast that you listen to is like subscribe, retweet, interact with the show, write a review five stars, preferably. But if you write anything four stars and below, put in that destructive criticism, give us some feedback so we can know how we can tailor the show to, you know, be better for you. It make it a better place for you and for me with the booty pops. All right. <laughs> That's enough. Once again, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram where you go um, while I walk the hollow halls of Walmart and um, listen to the new podcast. Wrestling is trash. Don't forget our sponsors. You can go to studio.com and get 15% off your order by using promo code three R show 15. Also, you can go to hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com and get 10% off your order, $6 or more when you use promo code 3RSHOW. And also, if you go to studio.com, man, they got some new styles of headphones on there. They got another um, high-end 
uh brand on there, the Kalar or Kalar or whatever. It's some they from Sweden. They is fancy. They is fresh. I'm trying to get me a pair right now. So go on over there, get you fifteen percent off that order by using promo code three R show fifteen or three R show, whatever you prefer. You know, if you use three R show, you know, that's two digits that you don't have to put on the end. It's less typing for you. And I'll see you next time.